This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. As I said, it is indeed a Thursday, and today is April 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, residents of North Central and Northwestern Pennsylvania are projected to be the first in the state to be released from Governor Tom Wolf's stay-at-home order, and many retail stores in those areas should be able to reopen under a statewide plan announced Wednesday night. Wolf wants to begin easing some pandemic restrictions on May 8th in areas of Pennsylvania that have been lightly impacted by the the new coronavirus. His reopening plan said a region or county will need to average fewer than 50 new positive cases of the virus per 100,000 residents for 14 days in order to begin moving out from under his statewide lockdown. Many counties in rural Pennsylvania have reported just a few cases total. The virus has infected more than 35,000 people in Pennsylvania and killed more than 1,600, but Wolf says the state has made sufficient progress in its fight against COVID-19 to begin a gradual loosening of restrictions. Now, right now, all of Pennsylvania is at a red, which is uh, th- this is the, the stages of the plan. So we're at, at a red, meaning that all 12.8 million residents are under orders to stay at home and all non-essential businesses are closed. Uh, regions and counties will then move to the yellow phase, which would include um, they're asking that you continue to work from home when possible. Schools will remain closed. However, child care facilities can open. Uh, the stay at home orders will be lifted. Gatherings of 25 or more will be prohibited. Uh, in-person retail can resume. However, gyms, movie theaters, casinos will remain closed, uh, and then you'll continue with the carryout and delivery only. You'll then move to the green phase, which would be what you know we're all referring to as normal, where we can go back and all of the restrictions will be lifted. I tell you what, Kathy, when that happens, I'm going to go into stores I've never gone to before <laughs> uh, yeah. and openly weep. I'm in Lane Bryant. <laughs> I love it here. I love this place. Wolf also pushed up the date that limited building construction work may resume statewide from uh, May 8th to May 1st. Uh, but he cautioned that if the virus flares up again in a certain county or region, residents would be ordered back home and businesses would have to shut down again. Now, uh, he did reiterate that schools will remain closed for the rest of the academic year. Philadelphia area transit workers will not call for a work shop, uh, work stoppage Thursday. SEPTA announced Wednesday night, hours after the transit agency warned riders that the city's buses may shut down if workers staged a walkout over demands for stronger protection against the coronavirus. A spokesman for the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority issued a statement that said that SEPTA expects to continue to operate Thursday with the schedule that's been in place since April 9th. Andrew Bush said SEPTA will continue working closely with our workforce and union leaders to provide the safest possible environment for essential travel during the COVID-19 crisis. Transport uh, Workers Union Local 234 President Willie Brown said the union, which represents about 5,300 transit workers, including 5,000 SEPTA employees, was talking to SEPTA administration about their safety concerns for a few weeks, but put a list of eight demands in writing earlier this week. The union's demands include taking employees' temperatures and sending those with fevers above 100.4 degrees home with pay, testing air quality on vehicles, and further reducing the number of riders to 15 at any given time. Kathy, my heart goes out to these guys and, and women who are doing this and constantly in contact. You don't know what's coming aboard. Is it possible to turn the SEPTA bus system of Philadelphia into a rideshare thing mm. where they just leave the keys in it, right? You just take it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Don't know, especially those double ones. I mean, you know, yeah. they don't look that hard. Oh, no. no. 
my Imagine God. Imagine driving Somet- that thing around City Hall or no. something right now. No, oh, I hate, no. I hate driving my regular car. No. I would need like the I would need like four lanes, no one on the road, uh-huh. and no cars parked on the side. Oh yeah. my God, those yeah. like around the in, in Maniunk, you'll see them tooling around, and I'm like. I know. Not, not there's, a, there's a hub over there. Yeah. There's tons of buses. I don't know how they how they make it around that area. You're Steve. exactly right, Preston. Yeah. In fact, you'll see a lot of those where they have you know. So you come up to the intersection, and the left turning lane is dramatically recessed yeah. to accommodate oh, yeah. those yep. turns. Yeah. Yep. And some when you're at those intersections, you're like, oh, he's going to hit me. He's, he's going to hit me. He's, I'm he's a goner. I'm a goner. And I'm like, how did he do that? He didn't hit me. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how they are. Driving regular sized cars after that, like how easy? What if they, (laughs) ironically, they can't drive a smart car? Yeah, yeah. I can't handle this thing. Turns are so wide. Uh, I'm in a smart car. I can't back this up. The union's demands include taking employees' temperatures. We talked about that. Um, Brown said because so many buses have been taken out of service when bus routes run by large employers like UPS during a shift change, uh, they are packed full. So they're asking for only 15 riders at a time. And then, you know, and then you feel for uh, all these employees trying to get to work. Yes. The bus comes by, they've got 15 on, and now you got to sit there for, you know, another hour. It's something that I think for uh, all of this stuff, as all of this stuff starts to get figured out and rolled out, there's no, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of just spitballing so yeah, you know you exactly. have to, you have to sort of be patient yep. other demands include paying workers with pre-existing conditions to quarantine at home staggering shifts at the maintenance operation to make sure social distancing can occur and classifying coronas coronavirus related deaths as work related so families can collect workers compensation and death benefits brown said he would allow for a couple of days to find a resolution for the union's demands brown says of about the 100 workers who have tested uh, tested positive for the virus about 35 of them have been in a maintenance department, including the three SEPTA employees who have died from the coronavirus complications. He said one of the most important things the union is asking is more transparent and better contact tracing for sick employees, uh, something he said the union has been trying to do because SEPTA has not. SEPTA is running the Lifeline service focused on getting essential workers to and from hospitals, grocery stores, and other life-sustaining services. The famed Thunderbirds and Blue Angels will perform air shows honoring healthcare workers and other essential employees working during the coronavirus crisis, President Donald Trump said Wednesday. Some clarification to we were we had a, a text chain going on. So yeah. uh, here are the details. The air shows will happen over America's major cities and some of the cities that aren't so major, according to Trump. Uh, this is a tribute to them, to our warriors, Trump said during the Wednesday's White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing. They're equal warriors to those incredible pilots and all of those fighters that we have for the more traditional flights. The flights, which will still require final approval, will be known as Operation America Strong. An official said the Thunderbirds will fly over various cities in the western United States and the Blue Angels will fly over cities in the eastern United States. On one day yet to be announced, both the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels will fly over New York City and Philadelphia, the official added. The flights, first reported by the Washington Post, will be funded by existing operation costs for both teams that traditionally do flights over air shows as part of their services, their service community outreach. Programs. This is very cool, and there's another aspect to this really that you didn't cool. report on, Kathy. They've, they've been instructed to take out hotspot cities, so <laughs> that'll. Yeah. So that's why it's yeah. New York. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to help flatten the curve <laughs> that way. I am curious. Yeah, those not so major cities are going to knock them out. <laughs> uh, I am. I'm curious as to what type of demonstration, what type of demo they're going to do, because they are. Casey and I have both flown with each of those yes. demo teams. And uh, they're very precise, and if they're going to do maneuvers and so on, yeah. um, they, they need, there are certain uh, requirements as far as, 
you know, what's on the ground because it's dangerous and they could crash and stuff like that. I know what I'd love to see. What? I'm going right down Broad Street, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Low level, low level flight would be badass. But I'm wondering if they're just going to do a flyover or if they're going to do any of their routine or not. You know? So my brother saw them in the, the Thunderbirds in Denver this weekend, and uh, they, they released the flight pattern. And it was just, of course, sort of um, zigzagging around the city so as many people could walk out their front door and see them as possible. Because, you know, in, in years past people would gather in certain locations to watch yes. they can't they can't do that now but you, if you walk out your front door um and you can see them it was pretty neat and they, okay. they basically just they flew in pattern uh but they did the zigzag pattern all over denver okay so if they yeah if they that if they zip cool. back and forth and i was wondering yeah. because generally you have to be in a pretty specific area to see you know uh but if they're gonna fly in just fly in formation and zigzag around that's pretty cool that's yeah. that, then, and a lot of people will get a chance to see them. They're, 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 they're awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, and they released the map ahead of time, which is neat. So you knew where they were going to be, approximately when they were going to be. Oh, and the, cool. Josh sent a video to to me and my entire family. It was awesome. You just yeah. saw the Thunderbirds flying in pattern and making the noise, and it was just an iPhone video, but it was really cool. Awesome. There were two um, Chinook helicopters flying over, <laughs> <laughs> flying over the bad um, neighborhood, over Philly yesterday, and uh, that was pretty cool. I don't know if it had anything to do with this mapping anything out, or they those were things are cool. By. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. Well, are right. they going to be going over Delco, Buxco, Monco, or is it just probably Buxco, Monco, and Chesco? I don't know, but not Delco so go. much. Yeah, they'll probably stay away from. Yeah, them that's all. probably a good idea. <laughs> but um. No, are they going to hit any of the surrounding areas, or are they just zigzagging over Philadelphia proper? They're avoiding the random gunfire. Case, I I don't know. Kath, do you have any idea? You know what? It it just says Philadelphia and New York. I I mean, listen, just a guess, but I would imagine, you know, for them, it's two seconds to get there. I I would imagine there's going to be a a wider range than just the city limits, but, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. What was the event? It was uh, a couple of, it seems like it was 50 years ago when we had them flying around the general area in preparation. Oh, they were going to fly over the link. Remember? And and, uh, they were, like, I saw them over, um, um, forget which, which, whether, whether it was the Blue Angels or who was. But uh, the the jets coming through the clouds over Mount Airy. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it on air. Yeah, yeah. And like that is and that is a, an abnormal sound to hear for here. Oh yeah, and they look so awesome, and they were yeah. flying fairly low level as they were prepping to go, you know, to do the final flyover. It was yeah. great. Well, I hope we'll be able to see it. We'll give us something yeah. to do for. Well, <laughs> we can complain if we don't. <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Preston, you're going to be so excited. Oh. The NFL draft is tonight. My yeah. time is come. Wow. Yeah. And the I know. Eagles I got will the... have their first round pick at number 21. However, the odds aren't good that they'll actually be on the clock when the 21st pick will be. Listen to around. Preston. Hey! <laughs> Howie Roseman, the Eagles general manager since 2010, has selected only twice in the first round with the pick originally assigned to the Eagles. The Cincinnati Bengals own the number one overall pick, and the draft begins tonight at 8 p.m. All 32 teams will be connected via one video conference through Microsoft Teams and will have a separate connection with members of the league office. Because team facilities are closed, almost every person involved in the draft will be working from home, including Commissioner Roger Goodell. Quick question, Case. Um, Still super excited? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I I watched the Daniel Jeremy my uh, mock draft volume four last night at nine o'clock. <laughs> I watched week 17 of the NFL on the red zone leading up to like, uh, hey, yes. Okay. What's yeah. the point of the mock draft? 
It's just to sort of um, see who you think your team might end up with. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's to pretend yeah. uh, pretend. that something might happen. So, okay. that's what I like. That's right. what I like. It's funny. I'm sorry. Major League Baseball has suspended Boston Red Sox video replay system operator J.T. Watkins without pay through the 2020 postseason and stripped the team of its second-round draft pick this year after completing an investigation into allegations that the Red Sox stole signs during the 2018 season and postseason. Mm-hmm. Former Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who parted ways with the team in January as part of the fallout from the Astros sign-stealing scandal, has also been suspended through the 2020 postseason. Wait, and that's so- what I have for you this morning. Did any- Anything ever happened with the Astros? I can't really remember. Yeah, they uh, had some suspensions as well. Case, suspensions, but, uh, but this guy just got fired. Yeah, so I mean, well, actually, no, suspended. He's he's uh, through oh. the season. So I mean, all through through all the cheating scandal, uh, this is like the most serious of the charges, and none of them were that serious. It's funny that they won't take it to the obvious conclusion, which would be if you're sign stealing, do you deserve to have? I mean. Do you deserve to have the title, right? I don't know. I mean, I if think, you're employing cheating tactics to get there. I think as you go to jail, you're yes. stealing. Or, better yet, you have to keep your head down when the Blue Angels fly over. <laughs> yes. Please be careful. You can't watch. You're not allowed. Uh, well, uh, welcome to Thursday, gang. Something I want to point out is that uh, I was, during the your newscast, Kathy, I was going over to grab a piece of paper to write on, and it took me about five attempts to actually be able to get a grip <laughs> On the piece of paper because my hands are so dry <laughs> from hand sanitizer and washing my hands yep. that I, I think that if I were to put, I think it would be, you know, we were talking about Rain-X the other day, that water would actually beat up on my hand and I could hold water in my hand because it's they're so dry right now. You know what I do? And it's a little trick. I hand sanitize with Crisco. Crisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't consider yeah, that. And it works like a charm. I, I don't know if it really kills the virus, but yeah. it keeps my hands very moist. Well, I have all these nice marks all over the board <laughs> of grease if I do that. But uh, anyhow, we welcome you to Thursday morning. Majority of the week is going by, as is our Isolation Idol contest. The prelims end today. We have four, six contestants that we're going to hear today. We're going to choose two more, and that will add to the six that we already have set up for tomorrow, making it a final of eight in our championship round tomorrow, of which you will vote for. So I'm only too happy to turn that final decision over oh, to other people. Too. It is. This is too hard. Yeah. What are we going to get today? I mean, we had a didgeridoo yesterday. Yeah. We had uh, all kinds of uh, guitar and vocalist performances, and it was all guys yesterday. We'll find out what the mix is today. We have many ladies that are... Uh, in the finals, Nicole, Kira, uh, and Audra are representing the females. And we have David, Michael, and Phil on the guy side. So it's an even split right now. We'll see who we add to that list later on this morning. We'll get to that around 8.15. So if you'd like to hear some local talent uh, and just a little bit of it, we're just getting a smidge from each person, uh, then please stay with us. We also have your opportunity to win some cash this morning. Yes. Uh, it is the MMR Rock Refund as that continues two times. We'll start that at 8 o'clock and then at 10 o'clock. Real, real easy. If you haven't done it yet, jump on in. Why not? We've had many, many people win that cash, and I'm sure it'll go nice in your pocket as well. We'll also have Carlos Mencia on the program. We're supposed to have him the other day. We had a technical issue, and so we are going to make good on that. His podcast, he's promoting that, and uh, he's also doing karaoke at his home <laughs> with his family. So Why not? We'll talk to Carlos about that. We have uh, other things to get to, I'm sure. We'll do it through the course of the morning. We'll come back in just a second. A stupid question gives some stuff away, uh, and the entertainment report awaits. So please stay with us. 
Preston and Steve. You can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. I got a stupid question, and the person who gets it correct is going to be a winner of a digital movie spree sampler pack. Ten movies. There's a bunch that comes along with it. So, question I have for you this morning concerns uh, AT&T, the company. Yes. What is the New York Stock Exchange trading symbol for AT&T? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. Reminds me of my days on Wall Street, Preston. Yes, of yeah. course. You recall those days in the pit? Absolutely. Yelling, screaming, and all that? I never really knew what I was yelling. I was just there going, <laughs> What is the New York Stock Exchange trading symbol for AT&T? Call now, 215-263-WMMR. Birthdays today. It is Thursday, April 23rd. Uh, we were just talking about this guy because Casey had arm wrestled with him. John Cena's birthday is today. Yes. Uh, he is celebrating his 43rd birthday today. Nice guy. A, a nice guy. Continues to wrestle uh, and does his acting stuff, which is going pretty well for him. He's in. He's actually replaced Dwayne Johnson in the Fast and Furious movies. So Dwayne Johnson is now on his... Sequel, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> and so he's going with that. But uh, John Cena is now the okay. wrestler who stepped in. Uh, John is 43 today. It's also John Oliver's birthday, uh, Daily Show, last week tonight. He's 43 years old. He's doing his show, Sans Audience. Yeah. Uh, of all of them that I've seen do their shows, the one that I think is pulling it off the most effectively is Bill Maher. Okay. Uh, I don't know how what he has working behind the scenes, but right. there's a lot of uh, like videos and stuff that he's able to run, and it looks more like the original show. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he's 43. Valerie Bertinelli. <sighs> uh, and a big, big birthday for her today. She is 60 years old today. Oh, uh, man. So I, you, you were like me. I'm sure you... you we, in fact, crush. we talked about it. We had, I had a major crush on Valerie Bertinelli one one day at a time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She was a beautiful young lady. Uh, married to Eddie Van Halen for a long time. They had a child named Wolfgang. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, hot in Cleveland, too, right? She, yeah. And then she ended up getting remarried, and I... I want to say, like, Eddie was there. I think that Sammy they... Hagar she married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh! I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think they I think they have a, a pretty good understanding. Yes, Kathy? And she's really good friends with Rachel Ray. Oh, Is that right? Yeah. Delish. We, wow. When um, Marissa and I went uh, to the show, to Rachel's show years ago, um, Rachel was, was talking about her. She had hung out with her the night before and was, was slightly hungover, but she was talking about how they've been uh, friends for years. So the word is that Rachel Ray has a bit of an open marriage. So I wonder I if, remember that, yeah. if she and the Van Halens ever swung. Wow. That's I wonder question. if she's banged Van ha- Eddie Van Halen. Mm, I don't know. I don't think they were. F- well, I, I can't say when they were friends, but they were still together. We'll just go with it. Oh, Why not create a, create a rumor? Sure. Uh, Valerie 60 today. Uh, Joyce DeWitt. Oh! A breeze company. Uh, is 71 years old today. Her face looks different. Yeah, I remember Kath. Then it did 50 years ago? We we looked, uh, well, yeah. it's, it's, oh, really? It, yeah. Oh, has she? Yeah. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. I feel bad for her because she, listen, it was her and Jack Tripper were, you know, they were the mainstays. Yeah. Everybody else changed around, and Larry Dallas. Everybody else changed around them. Larry. Uh, she was not 
an unattractive roommate, no. but they always brought somebody else in to be the hot one sure. so that the she would one. be the the regular one. Uh, the, yeah, she was the brainy one on uh-huh. Three's Company. No, she was she was nice looking. Yeah. She just wasn't hot. Right. Yeah. And they brought in hotties, you know. So, uh, but anyhow, uh, she is 71 today. Lee Majors celebrates oh. his birthday today. The $6 million man. 81 years old today. God, I loved that show when I was a kid. I, so I loved, it first appeared, if you remember, Preston, as a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. And it was like a 90-minute movie. And it went through the whole thing about how he got, you know, all effed up. And they put the cybernetics into his body. And then they announced it was going to be a series. And, and those initial early days where he was more like, you know, like James Bond and going into enemy territories and stuff like that. I, yeah. I started to tap out when he was palling around with Bigfoot. But <laughs> but for the most part, uh, it was it was cool. And remember when we had him on, we had Lee Majors on. Yeah, and yeah. and, and he, he's like, yeah, Bigfoot. He's like, that was Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't know that. So And he said he was a great guy. They loved hanging out. Together. Did we ever establish if there were there were two, if Ted Cassidy played it? And uh, and Andre, Andre the Giant. I think Nick, if you could do a little I, research, I want to say that there, were, that there were two different people yeah, yeah. that played oh. uh, that played Bigfoot. But Andre was one of them. Does um, the Six Million Dollar Man ever make it on the Me TV or anything? Yes, like that? yeah, yeah. Okay. In fact, they're now they they were supposed to be doing the Six Billion Dollar Man. Remember that with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, that's and right. I don't know if that's been shelved. God, it was. I was. I was probably in fourth, fifth grade, or something like that when that show was out. And I remember we would joke around that if the uh, the six million dollar man and the bionic woman had sex, that they would catch on fire. <laughs> yeah, of course. Friction because we'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Majors is 81. Jamie King, the actress, she used to go by the name James King. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, she very did. Confusing. It caused issues. Uh, so she went with Jamie King. Uh, Sin City, Pearl Harbor. She's been in a few things. We met her. Yeah, we did in Pearl yeah. Harbor uh, in Hawaii when we did the junket there. She's 41. Uh, Cal Penn, the actor. Uh, is 43. I've been watching. I told you guys I watched the show uh, Designated Survivor. We got in on Netflix. It just became a show that we yeah, yeah. were still watching it. He's he's great on that. And was he? Did he ever get to his uh, his show that was supposed to be out? And it was at the Borgata. He was doing a. Uh, uh, he was supposed to be doing one close too, like maybe Keswick Theater. Right. And I don't know. If they it's ended all... up canceling yeah. that. I don't remember if it was because of the pandemic or lack of ticketitis. Lack of ticketitis. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Kel Penn's 43 today. Supermodel Gigi Hadid. Gigi. She's super. You're, you're wonderful. There's Gigi. There's Bella. Yep. I don't know uh, if there are any others. I don't know. Uh, but but there's a brother. The one who... Gus. Yeah, <laughs> Gus Hadid. <laughs> Gigi, Bibi, and Gus. She's 25 today. Uh, it's also George Lopez's birthday today. Uh, he is uh, 59 years old. Always a nice guy when we have him on. Uh, and then the last birthday I saw is Dev Patel ah. of a Slumdog Millionaire, Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Uh, he is celebrating his 30th birthday today. Steve, uh, there were two different big feet. There you go. Uh, there was, yeah, Andre the Giant uh, appeared in The Secret of Bigfoot, uh, parts one and part two. And then in uh, a later part of the series, Ted Cassidy in The Return of Bigfoot, Bigfoot 5. So, Nick, Bigfoot. if you remember, Bigfoot was actually a benign Bigfoot or Big Feet. And uh, but he had a transmitter in him that the aliens were using to control him and make him and make him bad, bad things. And oh, then, really? And, and that yes, turned him angry. That turned him angry. And then well, Steve Austin unfair. was always saying, "Bigfoot, uh, if we could just get that out of your head, right? You'd oh. be a good Bigfoot. Yeah. But now you're a bad Bigfoot, so I got to punch you." 
You know, I need to. I know we've talked about this before, but uh, the Bionic Woman they they had a, a storyline where she took on this thing called the Doomsday Machine. Do you remember that? No, I don't. It was going to destroy the world. It was re- it was actually pretty cool. All right, never mind. I'll, I'll geek out on that on YouTube on my own. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. What is the New York Stock Exchange trading symbol for AT and T? Two one five two six three W have more than a Moran. I'm going to go to Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi. 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 Dave, what is the New York Stock Exchange trading symbol for AT&T? The ticker symbol is T. Yeah, just the letter T. (laughs) Hang on, Dave. I'm going to give you a digital movie spree sampler pack. Ten movies, including Benji, Gone in 60 Seconds, and Night of the Living Dead. Cool. Movie spree is your go-to streaming service with movie bundles, TV series, documentaries, and more. No subscriptions, no contracts, no kidding. Movie spree offers a whole new way to build a digital content library. You can visit moviespree.com, by the way. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have stepped down from their senior royal duties. We know this. Uh, and have moved to L.A. with their baby Archie. That doesn't necessarily mean their day-to-day life has changed much. They're still hiding from the paparazzi and finding ways to give back, according to reports in People and Us Weekly. Did we confirm uh, what house they were in? There were rumors that they had purchased Mel Gibson's old house. Yeah, no, I haven't seen anything on that yet, right. Steve. Uh, the pair have made a trio of deliveries for Project Angel Food, a huh. non-profit charity in L.A. that cooks, prepares, and delivers meals to those living with critical illnesses at uh, greater risk of uh, that are, of dying in the pandemic. Right. Okay, so are they not doing Vancouver anymore? Is no. it strictly L.A.? That's the word. Uh, yeah, which they, is sort of stunned people, Preston, because um, the whole idea was they would look to do something that would at least take them out of the main realm of the paparazzi. Yeah. And yeah. they put themselves right in it. Yeah, they're right yeah. in TMZ land. Yep. Uh, so a source tells people that as they settle into life in L.A., they are only uh, leaving their house uh, for charity work. Uh, they spend their evenings at home as a family. They haven't had any visitors. Uh, Megan also recently led a Zoom call with the women of the Hub Community Kitchen, with whom she collaborated on a charitable cookbook in 2018, while Harry got in touch with parents involved in Well Child, which provides assistance to ill kids in the U.K. So they're doing good. Uh, Ansel Elgort. Yes. Posted a not-safe-for-work shot of himself naked in the shower on Instagram. Huh. It was for a good cause. The Fault in Our Stars actor wrote in the caption, OnlyFans link in bio, and the link leads to a GoFundMe page for actor Jeffrey Wright's Brooklyn for Life fundraiser, which is seeking to feed folks on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. Your balls are showing. Uh, the statement for the GoFundMe page said our goal is to uh, is to fund each Brooklyn for Life restaurant, enabling them to provide at no cost to the recipients at least 75 to 100 meals per day for delivery to Brooklyn front lines of the pandemic. Well, that's a good cause. Well, it seems like it worked. He hit up Instagram story later writing, I don't know how much of this is from the post, but it seems a lot of people have been giving in the last few hours. Thanks a lot. Uh, they raised over $200,000. Nice. It's pretty awesome. So what was the deal? If you liked the picture, you donated, or to see the picture, you had to donate? No, or? no, just, uh, it, you just went to a link. He, oh, he, all he right. took the picture. Oh, he was directing people to the link. Wrote a caption, OnlyFans link in bio. All right. And, the, and they went to that, and uh, they donated. So, right. very good. Whatever gets it done. Yep. If you have exactly. to show your sack, go for it. Yeah, you know what? If you got to show your sack, yeah. to raise some That's funds. what other Teresa said. Yep. <laughs> you do it. And she would. <laughs> Absolutely. If she needed to do it. She'd do anything. That was a very giving woman. Uh, Goldie Hawn and her daughter Kate Hudson with Kate's daughter Ronnie 
uh, spelled R A N I. Is that how you would pronounce that? Ronnie, not Ranny, right? Ronnie, Ronnie. Ronnie. just like Ronnie. Ronnie says. Just like all Ronnie. Huh? Uh, they have made history as. Well, I thought Kathy would join in, but I mean, no, her seat is empty. She's gone. She's like Lincoln up in the balcony. I'm oh looking on her. Has uh, she been assassinated? FaceTime, and it's an empty chair. Wait, do you think it's the cats, or it's do you think it's something be. else? Okay. No, no. She's got the squirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyhow, uh, People is celebrating. She, they're they're on the cover of the uh, People annual beautiful issue. Oh. People celebrating its 30th anniversary with a special issue. The multi gen beauty story is titled "Love, Family, and True Beauty." There, there, there she is. She's yeah. back. Hey. Oh, what? Sorry, what, were you calling me? We were uh, trying to figure out why you were gone. Because you don't hear them knocking. <laughs> no, 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 we actually did. So the cats again. Oh, All right. Well, anyhow, we're moving on. Goldie, who is 74, said of Kate. Who welcomed Ronnie uh, with uh, musician Danny Fujikawa? When your daughter has a daughter, it's a big deal. I mean, it really is. So it's true. Yes. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, so they're on the cover of the beautiful issue. Yes. They're now in the club with us, Preston. Uh, they are. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, the 41 year old is quarantining with Danny and her sons, uh, Ryder and Bing. Bing! I hear, I hear him now, Kath. <laughs> Wait, listen, listen. No, 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 he stopped. All right. Uh, from previous relationships, said of living through the pandemic, it's definitely an interesting time for reflecting on what is truly important. Uh, Goldie, who's isolating with Kurt Russell, her partner of 37 years. There they are. Uh, says getting through the crisis has meant focusing on meditation, nurturing, loving kindness for all in my heart, and staying safe. Oh my God, inside. that's beautiful. Yes. There's something about the maternal experience that just... So beautiful. So they, uh, uh, they're they on the cover of this uh, together, which is cool. And they is that have... available at newsstands everywhere, Preston? Uh, it should be, I would, I would imagine. I'll look for that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Heather Locklear celebrated one year sober on Instagram. Nice. That's good to see that. Yes. Oh, my God. She was in a bad way. We never played it, but she actually issued a, um, this was weeks back, at the beginning of Pandemic Palooza, where she had issued a thank you to first responders. Very cogent. She looked good. She looked uh, alert. That's good to see that. So she wrote, uh, hugs will come later. And she also shared a quote from Maya Angelou. Uh, she said, I've learned that no matter what happens or how bad it seems today, life... No sad, bro. No sad, bro. <laughs> I'm Maya Angelou. No sad, bro. She said... I know why the no sad, bro sings. Love... <laughs> <laughs> Life does go on, and it will be better tomorrow. I've learned that you can tell a lot about a person by the way he, she handles these things, these three things, a rainy day, lost luggage, and tangled Christmas tree lights. I've learned that regardless of your relationship with your parents, you'll miss them when they're gone from your life. I've learned that making a living is not the same thing as making a life. I wrote this one for that, my Angelo piece. It's called No Sad Bro. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, sad bro. <laughs> so she is. Uh, she's doing good. She, yes, because uh, uh, it looked as if she was never going to uh, get out of the loop she was in. She kept end- ending up uh, being taken out of her house. Yeah, but uh, confrontations yeah. with family yeah. members. She was police called and everything. Was so. her um? Was her thing pills? No, well, she has. She has like like, like and bipolar things going on. Right. So right. she um. Mm. Uh, was something, but uh, she's uh, she was. I always liked her a lot. She seemed sure. cool, and you know, yeah. uh, you didn't want to see that. You don't want to see that for anybody. No, no, but uh, except maybe Hitler. A year in yeah, and and, uh, and going strong. 
Prince Louis is celebrating his second birthday today. I didn't, uh, I didn't mention him in the birthdays. Uh, his April 23rd birth date is also patriotic. It is St. George's Day, which is England's national day. Uh, he will most likely be celebrating his second birthday with his parents, uh, William and Kate, and his big bro, Prince George, and big sister, Princess Charlotte, in quarantine. Is he going to blow a call into gum gum? Or great uh, gum gum, I should say? Maybe great gum gum. Yeah, yeah. he might do that. Shirley Knight, this is sad news, the actress and darling of Tennessee Williams, who received multiple Oscar nominations, had died at the age of 83. Um, she was in a, a few things, Steve, that I didn't know, like uh, The Dark at the Top of the Stairs and Sweet Bird of Youth, but I saw great. a picture of her. Yeah. She plays the mother in As Good As It Gets. Yeah. Um, and she's a, a well-known actress of her day. I, to be honest, I... I thought she'd already passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah. a few people that lately have 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 gone, and Steve and I are like, "Oh, I thought they were dead already." Right, but she she had um, she was part of that method crew that you know the the actors. I guess I don't know if they were all uh, you know out of that studio, but she seemed to be in that group. So she was always uh, very celebrated. Yeah. Coronavirus has What's that? infected logistics on sets, including major tentpoles like Mission Impossible 7 with Tom Cruise. According to Variety, the big-budget action film will hopefully begin rolling cameras again in June in Italy, though there are a number of legal hurdles to be cleared beforehand. It's yep. a massive problem, said Matt Baer, the producer of uh, the 2014 film Unbroken. So, person, they're looking for a stunt. You know, there's always a, a benchmark stunt to, yeah. to these movies. So instead of actually being outside the plane hanging on, he's just going to take a regular packed commercial flight. A flight, Whoa. yeah. Okay, yeah. I could see that. That's, that's the risk. Very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, he said there's plenty of precedent in movie history for what you do if a hurricane hits your set or an actor dies in production, but there's no rule book uh, for what you do in a pandemic. Uh, possible precautions will include mandating that employees stay in hotels or assigning housing and isolate themselves from others during the shoot. So they're trying to figure it all out. Well, it's been decades since Eddie Murphy has done a stand-up comedy uh, special for the general public, but... In a precursor to his upcoming Netflix specials, Eddie has agreed to perform a set from home for Byron Allen's upcoming charity event, the Feeding America Comedy Festival. And That's cool. Biggies are on board. Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and Billy Crystal are all going to be a part of this star-studded lineup for the festival, which Allen put together via his entertainment studios. God, Byron Allen. Remember him? From uh, Real People. Real People. Byron Allen, 70s. who is nothing, is is now like on a level. He is a major producer. Yeah. Uh, Funny or Die is co-producing the charity event, which will raise money for Feeding America. The three-hour <laughs> event won't air on major network or streaming services. However, uh, instead it will be live-streamed on Allen's media groups, television networks, comedy. So there you go. He's hosting it. Yeah. Uh, TV and the uh, or comedy TV and the Weather Channel as well. Like he's he's getting into Tyler Perry territory. Uh, and it'll be on free streaming service app local now on Saturday, May 9th. Viewers will be encouraged to donate to Feeding America at feedingamerica.org. Uh, other comedians are listen to this lineup: Mark Maron, John Lovitz, Brad Garrett, Marlon Wayans, Howie Mandel, Taraji P Henson, Louis Anderson, Margaret Cho, Keenan Thompson. Uh, Caroline Ray, uh, Billy Gardell, Tim Meadows, Jamie Kennedy, Bill Engvall, a bunch of people. Yeah, no Paula Poundstone? No Paula Poundstone on this one. Um, So, very good stuff. Speaking of uh, performers and doing in-home activities on the air, uh, Marissa sent this to me. We had 
three. We had all four members of the Wonders from that thing you do yes. on uh, last week. Three of them during one interview, and Ethan Embry, who was the bass player in the movie, was uh, on with us. And they they did the the, the watch uh, party, the live stream watch party. And Ethan sent out a tweet that thanked Billboard, Rolling Stone, and the Preston and Steve for helping to promote the watch. I didn't realize. I know he sent out a tweet. I didn't know we were mentioned with those luminaries. We were mentioned. We just, just them, just them and us. Ah, that's it. Rolling Stone, Billboard. And the Preston and Steve show. Maybe it's time for us to start our own Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's pretty damn cool of them to do that. They raised a little over $55,000 for Music Cares. Uh, The band thanked uh, their fans for their support and continued to encourage contributions to the Music Cares COVID-19 relief fund. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know what they did the other, and it was yesterday, and had I known, they're doing all these watching parties like this, Preston, with the directors and so on and so forth. They did one for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yesterday, Ooh, evening. Didn't they really? IGN, uh, you know the uh, the website for gamers, yeah, hosted it with the director. Is like, Sean Goodman on it? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I got it last word, and so I was about to fire it over to you, Gaze. I love that to see movie. if we could. Yeah, yeah I, so do I. So only, I, I need to watch it again. I, I liked it a lot. I only saw it the one time, but that was a good movie. Yeah, it, it, really. Good to movie. be honest, I wish there was that third. Yeah, where it's in space. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was too much. It wasn't that great. Yeah. No, and and it, and it, I, I like that they do are continuing that story, kind of. Right. Uh, they're all kind of somewhat linked together, meaning Cloverfield, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then and then I forgot the name of that one, Steve. What was um, the other one? S- some some one word title that has more than one word in it. Chris O'Dowd is in <laughs> it, and so is um oh oh man uh, the hell was it. The German guy who is in Winter Soldier. And, oh, we interviewed that dude. Yeah, and he's also in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Glo- uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, Preston. That's yeah, it. there you yeah. go. Uh, yeah. and, and so it, the, the paradox turned out to be, I remember both you and I agreed that at the end of it we're like, eh. well, But 10 Cloverfield Lane, and don't want to give it away. If you have not seen it, watch it all the way to the end, though. Yeah. yeah. Because it, the, the, it leaves you with this, the viewer, this question like, is this real or is this yeah. not and then you get an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did that Cloverfield Paradox was that a Netflix movie or was that? I, a... I think it was a streamer. That was on uh, on Queefy. Oh, which is another streaming surface. Um, I don't remember that movie, and so it gives me something to watch. Yeah, go and... check it out. It's it's not great, but no. It, but if you enjoyed the other two and I want did, something yeah. that links to it, watch it. Yeah, leave us alone. Upright Citizens Brigade founders Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Ian Robertson, Matt Walsh sat down with The Hollywood Reporter to discuss the mass layoffs and closures of their facilities amid the coronavirus pandemic, which led to serious backlash from staffers and fans alike. Uh, the layoffs happened in March, but the physical shutdown didn't happen until this week. Uh, Poehler tells uh, Hollywood Reporter that they want uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade to have a future. She said, uh, every move is to make sure that UCB survives and hopefully in the future thrives. We're not ruling anything out, but really the short-term goal is to be transparent and communicative uh, with our community because our community is what makes the theater. Uh, the people at UCB, uh, we've known them, some of them for 20 to 25 years. Everyone from uh, uh, from the team, I think it's supposed to be team, uh, to the person taking their very first improv class, we want to take care of them. We're really trying to keep it alive because it means a lot to so many people and we want them to know it means a lot to us. So they had they had started to shut things down early. Yeah, um, we can't. Uh, she adds, uh, we can't control many things, but we can control being transparent. We've watched so many 
different businesses try to figure out how to navigate this, and we're trying our best to be human. Uh, the second letter is an attempt to do that. UCB, at the end of the day, is a human organization made up of people, and I think we did make mistakes, and we're trying to do better. So they're doing what they... What it's tough said. because you're dealing not only with the, the, the Upright Citizens Brigade, which has been a breeding ground for great comedic talent, but you also have, uh, you know, the people who... Yeah, the, the 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 people that work at the theaters and, and the people you know all everybody. There's so many people out of work, right? And, uh, but you know, again, we're we're kind of playing this by ear. There are more people behind the scenes than there are way yeah, more, yeah. way more. Uh, Press the reason I wanted this. Uh, I didn't want to do this on the air, but every single time you have a story about Amy Poehler uh, in your in your prep service, they yeah. use this picture. Yeah, it is a terrible, terrible, terrible. They use a lot picture. of terrible pictures, and they use the same ones, and they've been using the same ones for years. Uh, but care. every time I look over. I'm like, who is that hideous creature? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! And it's and it's Amy Poehler. It's just oh, like, not a flattery. No, she looks like Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, um, I'll share this on social. I'll give it to Marissa to share on social media. Yeah. But maybe because it's in black and white, it's not that good. I don't know, but. Um, so now you're going to push her terrible photo out on social media. Well, <laughs> some women don't photograph well. It's a shame because I, I, I think she's very attractive. I, um, and this it's no, just not no, a good let's, photo. Let's let's keep it. All right. Uh, oh, she's cute. Okay. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. The Hills. Yeah. New beginning star. Caitlin Carter admits that her recent very public romance and split with Miley Cyrus did a number on her. Did it? Did it uh, F her S up? Uh, she chatted with co-star Whitney Port on Instagram Live a few days ago. Detailed the downward spiral she went on. She said, what happened to me? Basically, just after Miley and I went our separate ways, I thought, okay. Oh, my God. My life's just kind of going back to the way it normally was for oh me God. when I'm on my own. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no expectations that anyone would give an S about me by myself. But she was thinking that. I had no plan in place. I didn't think about anything. Oh, no, that's wrong. Everyone loves her. She was mistaken. The public was fascinated by the relationship and split. Were they? Which came on the heels of Carter's breakup with husband Brody Jenner and Cyrus's split from Liam Hemsworth. She recalled being mortified... When reports emerge that she is, quote, partying with a mystery man just two weeks after her breakup. I had no idea how big Miley's <laughs> fingers were. <laughs> uh, you remember that classic shot where they were making out on the, uh, I mean, full-blown making out at that, that resort? She said, Miley's I, ring finger is huge. She said, I had never thought about what my narrative even was or what it was going to be. What's your narrative, Preston? I had always gone with the flow or whatever people say they say. I don't care. Good. It's good. You you, okay. you go, sister girl. In relationship. Oh, more music, please. Okay. In relationships. Oh. oh. In relationships, especially, I've always taken a backseat a little bit uh, and sort of trusted. This one is called No Sad Bro. Trusted the person I'm with to run the show, especially publicly, because it's never really been something that I wanted. And she said, I never really wanted to put myself out there that way. Have you ever seen the commercials for the for depression, the medication that fights depression, where they walk around with the... There's like like a happy face drawn on a thing. Yeah, they hold it yeah, up. yeah, yeah. They hold it How up. How come no one ever calls them on it and says that's just that's just a picture on a stick? Why are you holding that? <laughs> yeah, what's that all about, Ralph? Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, we can move over to the clips now. Oh, yeah, we can. Pawn Stars. Where's my volume? There we go. Pawn Stars takes viewers inside the colorful world of the Golden Silver Pawn Shop in Las Vegas. 
For more than 500 episodes, in this clip, Rick Harrison explains why he thinks people love the show. Well, I, I think that it's a family show. Uh, the other reason I think people really love the show is you can tune in anytime. You can sh tune in in the middle of the show and it's still interesting. And the other thing is I think people really do love to learn history. Um, they just like to learn it from their, their uncle, not a professor look, you know, looking down his nose at you. And... Um, I make sure that you giggle every time you learn something. Whatever. <laughs> Pawn Stars, Mondays, 10 p.m. on History Channel. It's the, it's the pawn part. It's that part of the show that I love. It's the, the other nonsense I could easily do without. I went there last summer. I was just sort of killing time before we had to catch a flight out of Vegas, and I walked through there. Uh, it, they have so much junk. You know, I, I, you know, but they actually do have some pretty nice things. Does and, it look like it does in the in the TV show, or or is it is it more more um, as you said, junky? Well, I think it's pretty junky. They had it was it's really crowded. There's a lot of people in there. They well, clearly fans of the show too. You yeah. know, they clear things out when they're actually going to film an episode in there. But like, my cousin made me take a picture with somebody. I'm like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> I only know like the top three guys, and then right. everybody else is just basically background footage. Right. All right, here is the next clip. Teams of two compete to win life-altering cash prizes in the Plinko-like game show called The Wall. Ooh. In this clip, Chris uh, Hardwick, the host, discusses how the show provides a positive distraction during these uncertain times. <laughs> it's amazing when they win. I mean, look, I want to give them NBC's money. Uh, and when they don't win, it's, it's really upsetting, but... I have to say, it has been a nice distraction with everything that's going on because it is a very uplifting show, and the folks on it are so sweet and so inspiring. So it's, it, the timing on it's been really interesting. But I, I love doing the show so much, and I'm glad it's back. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Wall airs Sundays at 8 p.m. on NBC. I've not seen that yet. I have. It's actually a lot of fun. I always like Plinko to begin with. Yeah. You know, when yeah. they do it on uh, the uh, um, right. yes, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what I got for you. That's uh, the entertainment report this morning. Uh, we have more entertainment on the way in the form of Isolation Idol, local entertainment. We will find out who uh, makes it past the prelims today. we got two more slots left, and that's it. And then tomorrow, the finals, you decide who the winner is. That's all there is to it. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, we have MMR's Rock Refund, $500, two times today. Your chance to win at 8 and 10, so don't miss out. And also, uh, Carlos Mencia will be joining us on the program. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us, my friends. MMR's Rock Refund. $500, seven times a day. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword to win 500 bucks. You guys make my day. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. I'm sorry, I've been shocked. MMR's Rock Refund. I've never won anything. This is incredible. Brought to you by A&T Chevy. Chevy's always cost less in selling. Oh my everything God! Thank you. And everything that rocks. Uh, these are trying times. Um, Uncertain times. Right? I don't know if you've noticed. There's a lot of divisiveness in in the country. There's a lot of tension in the country. Yeah. I think I found the thing that we can all come together on, and that is the fact that uh, Senator Mark Warner of Virginia has no goddamn clue on how to make a tuna melt. <laughs> yeah. This is this is um. This has swept the internet. Yes. Well, I don't know what this is. Me so, neither, Kath. I can't right. wait. 
So I'll, I'll bring up the speed. So celebrities have been sharing their cooking tips on uh, social media. It makes, know, makes them human. A lot of people are doing that right now. Yeah. They're spending some time tinkering around in the kitchen and finding some things out. One that caught on? The Stanley Tucci making a uh, at the bar making a drink. Did you see that one? No, you know what? We have audio of that. Can we, have, we hear we that have before audio. I get to uh, this? He expertly makes, uh, I think it's called a it's Negroni. Negroni, yeah, I, which I've not had. Right. When did this come over? Yesterday? Yesterday, today? yeah. Okay. Take right. a look if you had that. Too. And then, then I'm going to, then we're going to. We're going to open up Pandora's box here, right? You know, the tuna melt. In but just but a moment. Tucci moves ahead with the confidence of someone who knows, you know, the the ins and outs of preparing the drink uh, appropriately. I, I'm not familiar with this. Are you familiar with this drink, Preston Negroni? I've heard of it. Yeah. I've never had it. I couldn't tell you what's in it. Uh, but all right, I'm trying to find this clip. I apologize because I don't want to hold the uh, the no show problem. up here. Um, I don't know what it would be labeled as. Look under fart fart. Fart fart. <laughs> no, okay. it's, uh, it would be under Stanley Tucci, I think. Yeah, so. I don't see a Stanley Tucci um, here. Wow, well, right. okay. It was sent over yesterday. Well, all right. Uh, let me just... Um... Look under yesterday slash fart fart. Okay, that might do it. No, I don't I don't see it either case. Okay. Uh, right, but anyhow, yeah, some people are, are... They know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and they're sharing this stuff. And, and some people guess. So this... Senator, I guess, thought he knew what he was doing, and I'll describe. <laughs> so it's a video of him in his kitchen making, on Instagram story making, uh, he, he's calling his, his favorite all-time recipe. And uh, the video showed him squeeze way too much mayonnaise on two slices of white bread. He put uh, tuna on top of the mayonnaise without draining the water from the can. Oh my and then God. two slices of cheddar cheese on top. And then he put it in the microwave. <laughs> Wait, what? He puts it in the microwave. He put it in the microwave. So, come on, man. Number one, okay, the amount of mayonnaise he puts on this, Kathy, is just repulsive. And I, I like a little bit of mayo. I'm, I don't hate mayonnaise. Too much mayonnaise is gross. That's a deal. Now, I, I, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I like mayonnaise. Yes. Uh, the right amount of mayonnaise. So Let me he, ask you a question. Does anyone know if he's married? That's a good question. I don't, uh, I don't because know. Because to me, this sounds like a single guy yeah. who doesn't have anybody helping him or cooking for him. That's what I think, too. So uh, it's he, he, he squeezes just mounds of mayonnaise on two slices of bread. He, and then he puts the tuna just on top of the mayonnaise and then cheddar cheese on there. And I guess he puts them together. Yeah. And then put he makes like a sandwich out Ooh, of it. That's oh not even a tuna No, a tuna melts open face. <laughs> this dude is a complete psychopath. He's a, yeah, he's he's a noob. A totally. He is married, Kath. <sighs> is he? Yeah. It's something he's probably been man- making She's probably like me and not cooking and helping anyway. Yeah, right. Maybe. There was a headline from a TV station in Virginia that says, Virginia Senator Mark Warner horrifies nation with tuna melt tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> horrifies. I, I, honestly. Uh... You, I, I will pop like my primo sandwich in the microwave to just warm it up. You, but you, would you ever make a grilled cheese sandwich in a microwave? No, no, no and not a tuna melt because the the way a microwave works, it's it's heating is uneven. It doesn't cover right. everything. And number one, here's what can I tell you how to make a tuna? Yes, melt? Oh, please. Okay. Do. So please. this is this is a guy who, and by the way, Preston, his his movements in the kitchen suggest, yeah, he's as you said a noob. Yeah. 
So take tuna, you lightly drain. You don't drain all of the water out of it, but some of it, because yeah. there is some flavor in there. Uh, I, I like to get all the water out, but that's just me. Anyway, so, and then you mix in some mayo, not too much mayo. You mix it in. You don't put mayo on the bread. You mix it yeah, you in. Mix, right, right. I add a little bit of relish in there. I like to have some pickle represented. It's good. Yeah. And uh, a little salt and pepper. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's a tiny little bit of curry powder, just a little bit. If you want it, that's how uh, seasoning is up to you. That's yeah. your own thing, yeah. you know, I think. My mom would even grate a little bit of onion and put that in there, too. Just a tiny bit to add a little flavor. Uh, then you, you toast the bread. No. You toast the bread. <laughs> you put the mayo concoction or the, the tuna concoction on there. And then you put whatever cheese you like on top of that. You place it in an oven with the broiler on so the top is heated. <laughs> and then you heat it fully that way. And if you get it just right... The cheese will, will, not only will it melt, but it'll even kind of brown just a tiny bit. And the you cheese. you got to keep your eye on the, because uh, you don't want it to burn. And when it's perfect, the cheese seals in the loose tuna. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have this beautiful pocket of goodness. Oh, it's wonderful. And, w- and this is, like, confirmed that this is a real video. Like, I'm watching. Yes, I'm not yeah. listening to it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it, like, it looks like it could almost be a joke. Like, he's just slapping it together. Here, we have the audio of it, yeah. Kat, yeah. since you're watching it without any audio. Casey, let's pull this down here and let's see what we got here. First of all. Two pieces of bread. <laughs> Open up the mayonnaise. I love mayo. Make sure you get plenty on both sides. Next comes the important part, the tuna. And my personal preference is chicken with sea. If you're having trouble keeping up, you can pause because the placement of the tuna is very important. Next, your favorite cheese. Two sliced man. <laughs> Put it in. Usually about 30 seconds. See, you can whip up this favorite. In virtually no time. Oh, microwave. <laughs> microwave. Microwaving a tuna melt. I know I mean, people listen, that may, don't I, even... I want to defend him just a little bit. Maybe, maybe this is how he likes it. And good for him. But I wouldn't call it a tuna melt. That's not I, a tuna. Right, I, I right. think this is indicative of someone who's heard the words tuna melt oh, no. and believes... Yeah. Well, that that's it. this is yeah. how you do it. Right. Hey, you know what? Which could lead us to, what do you never do in the kitchen? What do you... <laughs> you don't microwave a tuna melt. You never do that. So feel free to tell us what you never do in the kitchen. I know some people that don't even own microwaves because, uh, well, A, they're robots. uh, No, not because they're robots, Steve. A, they don't like the way it tastes. And then another one believes, this is her belief, that it, um, it sucks the energy out of the food. So, I mean, that's more of like a... I like you know, energetic food. That's yeah. more of like a hippy-dippy yeah. approach yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but also... Um, I know. I'm sorry to interrupt. Speaking of hippy-dippy and microwaves, uh-huh. Pierre, I was in... Because now, I'm normally I would go to the, the restaurant, Monty right, there, yeah. but they're not they're not open. So, I've been bringing my lunch. And I've been bringing leftovers as well. And I have these... Uh, Casey loves uh, the Tupperware. It's not Tupperware. It's Rubbermaid. Dude, yeah. it's amazing. But the product that I that I have to, uh, to seal in uh, the food and everything... And it's it's really solid, firm, hard plastic. It's not like the rubbery, you can bend it plastic. Right. It's microwavable. Which is great. We have it as well. Pierre was almost aghast that I was microwaving my food in that thing the other day. He's like, chemicals. And oh. It's, you know, it soaks into the food. I'm like, it's okay, man. As I was sitting in my flooded electric car, right. I was wondering why anyone would do this. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, he also, and listen, I he's using... Pre-sliced, pre-packaged yellow cheese as well, which I think is a no-no for any sort of tuna sandwich. The tuna oh. sandwich has to have a white American cheese on it. Oh, Case you don't, you don't 
like the origin. Well, that's cheddar cheese. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind the color of the cheese. I think you can choose whatever. However, that would be. I'm trying to think of like a no no. You know, in in my kitchen, but I guess it would be more in the refrigerator. I would never purchase the the pre package. To me, it doesn't. I don't know. Just the those freshly sliced. You know that that tastes better. Isn't your no no more general? Just going in the kitchen. Yeah, like yeah. if you would just stay away and just stay on the outskirts so, of the kitchen. It's it's the individually wrapped slices you don't like. Yes, and okay. like another one I was thinking of was microwaving pizza, but like I've done that before. Mm-hmm. You know in what I mean? Pinch, like if I'm in a hurry, yeah, I will do it. that. You know, just real quick. But yeah. um, man, the skillet is the way to go. Yes, that was it, who gave us that idea. That I, was the I saw it online, and and ever since I did it, I'm like, that's how you heat up heat pizza, your man. pizza in a skillet. It's yeah. the world of difference. Now yeah. there, th- th- we've talked about the delineation between people who. I'm fine with cold spaghetti. I'm fine with cold ravioli. I'm fine with cold pizza. There are people who think that is a mortal sin. Mm-hmm. I can't do cold pizza at all. My my wife can do I it. I it. can't do it. And, and press. I've been going a little griddle crazy lately. Oh, and I've griddled. I'm my griddle pizza. crazy. <laughs> I've griddled my pizza, which um, it, it, when you griddle it, the cheese on the top doesn't necessarily melt, and all you have to do is just. Throw it down, cheese side down for I don't even know. Now on your two, griddle, seconds. are you just warming stuff up, or have you actually been cooking things? I cook things too. What have you cooked? Uh, Besides hamburgers, cereal, <laughs> hamburger cereal, <laughs> Lucky Charms on the griddle. Uh, don't so knock good. it till you try it. So good. No, um, so you guys know I'm a little fat. Uh, so I have uh, <laughs> no ham ass. We don't. <laughs> I started. I started slicing up my hot dogs and griddling them. I love. I love uh, gr- griddled hot dogs. Here's the deal. I- I've taken it uh, two steps a little too far. Uh, I am now basically melting butter on that griddle and then throwing the hot dog bun on top of the butter. Oh, yeah. and, At what point yeah. you put the ice cream on? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, yeah, toast the bun. Always toast the bun if you can. If you're having hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever it is, and a little bit of butter, it's essentially you're making uh, the outside of a grilled cheese. That essentially, that yes. is That was the key for me. Friendlies. It was Friendlies ice cream shops, remember? So the they their burger... And it was the key. They would take, they would not use hamburger buns. They would use slices of bread. But they would toast them with a little bit of butter, Preston. And that made all the difference in the world. Yeah. I, it, you need, it's those extra little steps that can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And, but you can, you know, this guy, with that, that, the Warner thought, uh, um, that, well, I don't really know what it is. But I assume this is how you do it. Yeah. Somebody says that they heat up spaghetti in a skillet. As opposed to microwave. Oh, no kidding. Well, that could work. I guess yeah. so. Nice and you know, maybe you don't want to go too far with it because it will end up crunchy. Um, I don't know if, uh, if you guys care or not, but uh, I did a little digging. It's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek joke, everything that Warner has done. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's basically disguised as a PSA for people to get to cook from home. And he wanted it to get some legs. It's not that funny. Yeah, but I, I no, I, but I, people are talking about it. No, I know talking. it's a, a tongue-in-cheek, the PSA, but yeah. I think that that's the way the dude really makes his, <laughs> his <No>. tuna melts. <laughs> what? It isn't. It isn't. No, no, no. He, he's like has a, a fine palate, and uh, he's he's. This is it's a joke, it, and so uh, it's worked because right, we're talking you know about what? it. I'm going to come clean too. I don't cook my cereal on the. <laughs> you don't do that. I don't, no, I don't. No, let me go to Kyle here. Hey, Kyle. Good morning. Preston. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? How can you talk about making tuna fish without putting celery in it? I, I got to know. Yeah, celery's a good call. You're right. I'm, I'm I, not a big uh, celery and tuna out. fish, dude. No, and no, I know a lot of people like. 
like like a you know that it's a classic to have celery and tuna fish. I'm I'm not such a fan. My dad yeah. and sister. Thank you, Kyle. By the way, my dad and sister are. They, they would puke if they were to eat celery. Oh, they I hate think the... I think celery's kind of slightly bland. It doesn't. I, it doesn't so have like I, an overpowering it, it texture. That's all. It's got a great texture, but but my my dad and and sister can't. It's like lettuce. Yeah. Lettuce to me is. I mean, uh, that's on to me. That's hard water. Yeah, that's all it is. It's <laughs> yeah. just adds texture to it. it. I my mom puts celery in her tuna fish. Uh, for me, it's. Just, in, her, in her coffee? Uh, no, she doesn't do that, but she does coffee mate. But I think uh, it's just a one more step that's not necessary. Yeah. Now, what I do do... Let's get real. I, I put a ton of pepper in my tuna fish. Okay. In fact, when I was pledging fraternity... So you can't taste it. I, I, I don't know, but when I was pledging a fraternity, my fraternity, uh, what's that called? A pledge master. He was like, you need to make me two uh, tuna fish sandwiches. So I did. I am the pledge master. <laughs> So I did, but I made the tuna fish sandwiches for him the way I make tuna fish, and I put a ton of pepper on it. And he thought that I was trying to, oh my god, pull a fast one you on put him. Too much on. And um, well, Steve, there was there was a punishment for that because he thought I was trying to uh, pull a fast one on him. You're still farting marbles. <laughs> I'm still farting marbles. <laughs> That's all. So what was the punishment? Uh, I had to sleep in the common room okay. on on a couple of. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Kathy. man, you're, you're not getting much sleep. And when you have to sleep on couch cushions. I, mean, I hear in you. The common room, I hear you. It's not it. good. It's not good. I don't know how I can follow that. Um, I was just going to say that I think celery is kind of like cilantro. Like you have people who either you like it or you don't. Like there's not too much in between. That's like, you know, for me, my son and I were talking last night because we had uh, we made broccolini with our dinner, which are skinny little broccolis. But he was he's like, is that that bitter stuff? I said, no, that's broccoli rob. Oh, yeah, some yeah. people love broccoli rob. I don't like it. I it's it. too I. bitter for me, Kath. I, yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah, there are some these foods that are yeah. just like and who is rob? Or yeah. not. <laughs> like cilantro. It's sometimes mm-hmm. you you bite into a piece of it and I'm like, Ugh. I hate broccolini. You, you don't like broccolini? Too, I like the taste. It's too freaking stringy. Okay. It's like eating floss bundles. I got a question for you, Preston. <laughs> I mean, he, he just did He just did like a little kid. Like, look at his face. Kathy was like, oh, I have a question. <laughs> I, I wish you could see this, folks, but um, I'm sorry. It's radio. How <laughs> do you prepare asparagus the way they do it in a restaurant where it's crispy? Because okay. every time we make it, it okay. you know, it's on, on the like, griddle. <laughs> well, every time we make it, you know what I'm talking about. Like it, it's how does it turn out for you? Yeah, well, when you make it, you can't like cut it. It gets stringy and moist like mushy. and mushy. Right. Thank you. No right. mushy. Here's here's what the secret to doing that. You got to do what's called blanch it. Okay, so blanching. I'm more of a rose. Kind I know. Of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> blanching is you take uh, boiling water mm-hmm. and then you act all slutty. Uh, no. Was she the slutty yeah, one? Yeah, she was the slutty. Yeah, yeah okay. right? Yeah. All right, and then you, it, it's a little bit of work to get it just right. All right, okay. so you, you throw the um, asparagus in for 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Into boiling water. Into boiling water. Okay. Then you take it out and then you put it in what's called an ice bath. You got to cool it off right away. It stops the cooking. It softens it just a little bit. Okay. okay? But it's not done there. You got to do that first. And then you put it in with some oil in a pan and cook it a little bit. Oh, beautiful. And so it, it what it does is it lightly softens it up, but it doesn't make it really super soft. And then when you cook it in the oil, it gives a little more flavor. Now, listen, I'm a, I'm a novice. I may be way off base if a chef wants to call up. But I, I know what you're saying. When you go to a really good restaurant, mm-hmm. like especially a steak place like Ruth's Chris or Morton's or something like that. Yeah. They oh. have the greatest asparagus you've ever so had. So good. And the, and, the, and the asparagus spears are like fence posts. Yes. They're, yeah. re- they're really thick. Right. But 
They're they're tender enough, but they're not stringy and falling apart. Yeah, it's I love when, asparagus. When yeah, you cut too. it with a with a knife, butter knife, steak knife, or whatever, it cuts. And and the way we do it, yeah, I use a tactical knife. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's got well, a compass in the stuff. I like asparagus on the grill the best. Yeah, oh, that's grill? why we, that's oh, yeah. why we cook it uh, a lot at home. So, uh, but if you're a chef, you can you can feel free to call in with your tips. Are we the connoisseur right now? Wait, no, 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 no. We're not. We're we're master chef, master chef, instead oh, of master chief. Okay, I like that. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to, oh, hold on a minute. Let me go to Paul here. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, bud. So what did you, what's this tuna recipe here? <laughs> so shout out to all my North Wilmington people, first of all. And <laughs> so you guys take tuna with a little bit of hot sauce. I use uh, Frank's Red Hot. All right. And I'm, I agree with you guys. Celery, got to be slightly diced up celery. Craisins, you got to put craisins in it. What craisins? And then I'm, I'm not on, hating this. I, I'm 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 still with you. And then put it on cinnamon raisin toast, and it's got to be toasted with oh, a little bit of. I'm out. Yeah. How do my chicken salad with craisins and, and maybe grapes and things like yeah, that? Yeah. In it, but it's kind of salad with tuna. Got that craisin. So you're you're kind of working a sweet and savory thing. Exactly. Sweet uh, spice. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I'm not. I'm not going to dismiss it, uh, uh, but uh, it doesn't seem to work in my mind. But hey, why not? All right, I think hey, I think you're out of your goddamn right, mind. But thank you. <laughs> I don't the cinnamon raisin toast. I was out. Uh, yeah, that was a bit much. That was too much. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Maddie. Yo, Maddie. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. How are you? Good, man. Uh, Would you want to share a little recipe with us? Maddie. I wanted, well, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to compliment Steve on the friendly friendlies reference because that's where I am right now. I'm up in Springfield, Mass. Oh, and I'm and I'm sheltered in my parents' basement in Wilbraham, which is the home of friendly ice cream. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I used to love. That. I, I used to go to friendlies all the time. Loved it. So, so at this point, there's probably more friendlies in Pennsylvania than there are in Massachusetts. I swear to I, I swear to you. But anyway, the whole tuna melt thing, guys. What what's wrong with making a grilled cheese first and then stuffing everything in the middle of it? You're saying you that you you then you sort of autopsy your grilled cheese sandwich and in the incision you stuff all the uh, the tuna and everything. That's kind of and like a tuna it, pocket. If, if it's a, if it's um, mm-hmm. friendly used to make. It's going to look too vaginal. Yeah, yeah. So friendly used to make setup. So they would make the grilled cheese and then they would like cook the burger on the side or they would take cold tuna fish and stick it in the middle. My, we make those all the time and that's what we do. Yeah, we rip apart the grilled cheese, put the stuff in the middle, and then put it, you know, squeeze it back together and boom, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're molesting the sandwich, yeah. though. You know, yeah. like it's like you're feeling up your sandwich. Well, I won't. So. Like with like leftover meatballs, I will like slice them Thanks, up buddy. and then throw and heat them up in the microwave a little bit and then throw that on basically uh, tuna fish, not tuna fish, <laughs> grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Hey, I made surf and turf. And I'll basically make a grilled cheese and meatball sandwich. I do it's like, delicious. Uh, do you remember when grilled cheeses were uh, kind of the thing for a little while? Some grilled I, I, cheese. That was one of the greatest points yeah. in American Ex- history. Exclusive restaurants were opening up just grilled cheese, like Ooh. Meltdown, I think uh, was the name of that one uh, place. Mm. Love and them. they would have like bacon or avocado yeah. and meatballs, Casey, and stuff like that. I 15 I, bucks for a sandwich. Yeah, they were pretty damn expensive, but, man, they were good. Yeah. They, they were, were damn good. I we never to, had a problem with them. We need to go back to a, a grilled cheese palooza. All right, Casey. Return to simpler times. Uh, I got a text that says, I'm an executive chef, Kathy, at Redstone. Oh, my God. 
God. Hi, uh, how are you? I miss you so much. And here's what he says to do with asparagus. Okay. Soak it in boiling milk for 30 seconds. Hmm. Then season, wrap in foil, and cook for 20 minutes at 400 degrees. Okay. One more but, time on that. So you, you, you uh, soak it in boiling milk for 30 seconds, then season... Wrap in foil and cook for 20 minutes at 400 degrees. We and need their asparagus is so time. good. It's got a, is it pretty thick, I would imagine? Yes. If you're yeah. cooking it for 20 minutes mm-hmm. at 400, that's so, got to be pretty thick. But soak it in boiling milk. So there you go. He blanched it in milk. Blanching it in milk, but he's not he's not doing the ice bath? I guess not. If Afterwards, he wants to bring the fever down. Right, right, exactly. What was his name again? It, he doesn't have a name. Oh. He's, Tell everyone I said hi. He's executive <laughs> chef at Redstone, so he knows what he's doing. We need more executive chef input on on these little uh, kitchen hacks. I think they're all sleeping right now. Uh, but, yeah, I would like to, to get some tips on that. But um, that's, I'd, yeah, uh, a good asparagus recipe. Yeah. You can run with that. Uh, oh. Let me go to Mike here. Hey, uh, Mike. Morning, sir. Hi. 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 What's up, bud? <laughs> Uh, have you guys ever tried a, an air fryer? Yes. Yeah, great for one. reheating french fries. You know what's perfect? Talking about asparagus. If you put it in there, seasoned up for like eight minutes, it makes the best crispy asparagus. No kidding. Really? Crispy asparagus. Okay. Huh. I heard Brussels sprouts in the air fryer is awesome as well. Yeah, they're delicious. Man. I got it. We, You know what? We need to play around with that more at, at home because we only put things like chicken nuggets in there. And yeah. bugs. And that's it. Bugs. We throw bugs in from time to time. <laughs> uh, I put everything in there. It's definitely worth a try. Uh, okay. yeah, they're, they're great. I, yeah, we really haven't explored other than reheating stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. We do like like Preston, tater tots, french fries, stuff like that in the air fryer. But, uh, hmm, asparagus. <laughs> oh, you know what? Somebody pointed this out. There's a place called uh, The Railroad in Linfield. All right. Is it The Railroad? It's not The Railroad. Is that with the trains? Uh, no, but uh, I've told you guys about it before. They have a, an extensive amount of uh, of grilled cheese uh, at this place. Uh, oh, man, what's the name of that? They got all these great pinball machines, but they have. I had a brisket grilled cheese. Ooh. Very, very yummy. Remember when we had the <clears throat> um, grilled uh, peanut butter and jelly? Grilled peanut butter No, it was a deep fried peanut butter and jelly. Yes. Yes. That was no, it. I don't remember that. But yes. The greatest day of my life. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, Anthony is a chef. Yes, wants Anthony. to comment on the asparagus for her. Hi, uh, Anthony. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's up, Ant? Oh, sitting there listening to you guys about asparagus. I want to throw a little couple of tips out there for you. Please. All right. You're a chef, right? Chef and owner of Steak in Maine, Northeast Maryland. Number one steakhouse in America. Outstanding. Oh. All right. What's your secret? So anyway, if you're going to steam it, if you like to have that steamed, you do not boil it, and you don't overcook asparagus. So the, the best thing to do if, you're, if you want to steam it and not grill it, you can't grill it, is stand the asparagus up, straight up in the air, in a saucepan with about an inch and a half, two inches of water, just hitting the stems, that's it, and then and you have to bring it to a boil. You're not submersing the asparagus in it, so if you leave the uh, rubber band around it, or put a rubber band around it if you don't have it already done, uh, usually that's the way it comes from the market. Yep. Uh, so you understand, so you have a saucepan, about inch and a half of water, and you're standing asparagus straight up, and you and you steam it that way. No lid, no nothing. And what happens is the water, the heat, the boiling water, goes up into the asparagus, steams it, but you're not boiling it. This is what makes it fibrous. Overcooking it is what yep. makes it fibrous. Okay. Why do you like it at Steakhouse and the way we do it at our place? A little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, and throw it on the grill for seconds. Just seconds. Give it a little char flavor to it. But the idea is not to cook it too much. You want to have it crispy, just like most vegetables. Okay. It's a little crunch to it. Anthony, let me ask you: What's the thing when you when you see people like preparing stuff or what is quote unquote simple food in in the in the kitchen? What is the thing that drives you crazy? You see people do over and over again the mistake. Oh, overcooking food! Overcooking food! Overcooking. 
Yeah, no, I, and I know what you're saying about the overcooking. Yeah. I like my chicken a little raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Anthony, you're right. You can you can cook the flavor right out of some stuff. It's, yeah, and there's no need for that. Yeah, everything everything is blanched, blanched, blanched. It's like a little slight cook to it. Yep, you know? I'm I'm with you. I'm with All you. Right. All right, thanks, thanks Anthony. It up. Appreciate it. All right, so there you go. Yeah, you can blanch it, but I like that idea of keeping it. You, you have to break the woody bottoms off, though, because that's uh, okay. Yeah, you, you have to <clears throat> snap the bottoms or the off Buzz Light years, and then stand them straight up. And and I'll try that. I will definitely try that. All right. Anyhow, well, at least now we know how not to make a tuna melt. Yeah, that's disgusting. And uh, Nick apparently was all a big joke. I did not know that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and come back in a moment because we are gonna try our best to stay on time. We have a lot going on. We have obviously. Uh, the Rock Refund and a chance for you to win $500. We also have Isolation Idols. So that's what we're trying to stay on time for. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, get into the bizarre file, and then your opportunity to win that money. Stay with us. Carlos Mencia will also be on the show this morning, too. We'll be right back. While we wait and wait for live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's a struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I Knew You, if you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepard. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and stream directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A couple things we need to do here. We're going to do the Bizarre File. We're going to move that right into the Rock Refund. Uh, before we do all that, I see Connor up on our monitors here in the studio, so we want to check our line uh, for Isolation Idol. Is that what we're doing now? Okay, let's do that. Connor, can you hear me? No. See, I'm glad we're doing it's good. this. good. We yeah. test it now. Because uh, we've had this happen before, and uh, sometimes the system takes a moment for everything to warm up. Or yeah, there's something, something about it. There's yeah. something buggy, but once it's done, like yesterday, it worked like a champ when we finally hit the ground running with the contest. We'll just check back uh, at the end of this. And sure. See yeah, at the end of the Bizarre just... File. All right, so let's do it now. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you by our friends at Stateside Vodka. Philly's hometown distillery is now delivering right to your home. <laughs> Available throughout Philadelphia and PA suburbs. You can visit statesidevodka.com for details. All right. A woman who survived a close-range gunshot wound to the chest was saved because her silicone breast implants adopted. Doctors described how a silicone breast implant deflected a bullet. Away from a 30-year-old woman's vital organs. She's unstoppable. Uh, the incident, which took place in Toronto, is one of only a handful of instances recorded in medical literature where a breast implant played a role in saving a patient's life. And the first recorded instance of a silicone implant doing so. This is according to Surgeon Giancarlo uh, McVenue. What about our huge freaking hooters, huh? <laughs> uh, there are two types of breast implants uh, approved for sale in the U.S., and they both have silicone outer shell, but one is saline-filled, the other one is silicone gel-filled. Can you get Kevlar? 
I not yet. Yeah. They they can carry. Uh, they can vary in size, shell thickness, shell surface. Texture and shape. And Shell Silverstein. Though the exact details of the shooting are unclear, Surgeon McVenue had said that the patient walked into a local emergency department seeking treatment. After being shot in the chest, she was talking. The trauma team was in disbelief as how, how well she was. The bullet wound entry was on the left breast. But the rib fracture was on the right side. The bullet entered the skin on the left side first and then ricocheted Deflect. Wow! across her sternum into her right breast and then broke her rib on the right side. Then she opened up her mouth and spit out the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the implant caused the change in the trajectory of the bullet. Wow. Uh, the woman suffered a gunshot wound, broken ribs, and uh, broken implants, but otherwise was remarkably, remarkably unscathed. She's like Wolverine. Yeah, on the left side, uh, on the left-hand side is the heart and lungs. If the bullet would have gone into the chest, she probably would have had a much more serious, possibly life-threatening injury. Pretty wild, ma'am. It's worth the money. Katie Ayers, who is a student at Central Community College in Columbus, Nebraska, created a canoe using essentially... Fungus. All right. So she used fibrous mushroom roots, otherwise known as mycelium. She says that she named the eight foot long boat My, Co- My Canoe. Yeah. Uh, instead of mycelium. Uh, she says the boat is alive and grows new mushrooms each time it's used. Wow. There's a picture of her. I'll show you this, Steve. This is her in it. In, uh, a, in a living boat. Huh. In a boat made out of fungus. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so the I'm sure canoe- her friends love to go along. <laughs> yeah, she says the boat is still on the fungus boat. It still grows each time it's used. She came up with the idea after researching ways mushrooms could be used and created the canoe while working as an intern at Nebraska Mushroom. My dinghy's made out of dingleberries. She says it took 14 days to grow the mushrooms in a special environment on a wooden skeleton and paper mache mold. That's wild. Uh, she adds that she's taking it for three test voyages and plans to canoe down the Platte River next month. Oh, good luck with that. Fire marshals in Louisiana said a man set his mother's shed on fire out of anger because he didn't receive his federal stimulus check. Was it her she shed? I don't know, but he set mom's shed on fire because he didn't get his check. What the hell? What the hell? Marvin Smith Jr. got into a dispute with his mother over the federal payout before the arson happened on Friday. I'm going to burn your shed. My shed? Investigators were able to determine the fire was intentionally set inside the Hamburg shed. What, did he believe there's a direct connection to him not receiving his payment and the shed? Yeah, well, they they got in an argument over oh, it, right. and that's what set him off. Uh, they arrested Smith for uh, after witnesses told them they saw him in the shed moments before the fire started. Witnesses also told investigators they saw Smith flee the scene after the fire. He was burn this down. Booked into jail on an arson charge. They have found him armed with a knife. He has also been charged with other crimes by the sheriff's office. Well, if he had a knife, it's good he didn't stab her or anything like that. Better he burns the shed than attack her. One more quick story. This one's great. I saw the headline. I didn't believe it till I saw the video. But a monkey found a way to beat the lockdown boredom by flying a kite. Wow. This is in India. There's footage going viral in India that shows a monkey on a rooftop seemingly controlling and then reeling in a kite with expertise to whoops from onlookers below. Whoops. Yep. Uh, this is the most relaxing thing I've ever done. 
Indian Force... There's something very Zen-like about this. The service... And also know what the other monkey is. Officer Susanta Nanda said, evolution happening fast due to lockdown with a laughing emoji. She said, yes, it's a monkey for sure. Wow. Uh, Shimanyu Goel had, had filmed the clip from the window of his home. He said it was an unbelievable act. He said uh, of the clever primate whose species was not immediately known, but... It's legit. It's I've never seen anything like it. It's I amazing. Know, I don't know who gave the monkey the kite. I mean, you just a lot of times you just randomly hand a kite to a monkey, not thinking anything of it, and he was flying it and reeled it in. It's wild. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the B file for you. We need to do this. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Now your rock refund keyword. The word is reveal. R e v e a l. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. Via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. All right? Reveal. Uh, one random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com. Sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So the word, once again, is reveal. R-E-V-E-A-L. Go get that money. Come on. Go yeah. get it. All right, we'll have another chance at 10, but don't miss this opportunity. All right, we, are we going to try this again? Let's try it again. All see right. if it, we needed to ramp it up. All right, uh, Connor, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, this All is right. the system now. That's how we got it working. Okay, so we have six people standing by, getting ready as we speak. It's almost curtain time. Yeah. And they're getting ready to perform live on the air with us for uh, Isolation Idol. This is the last of the prelims. We only got two more slots left. We hope you've been following because we're going to turn it over to you tomorrow to do the voting. Correct. So we'll find out what we get when we return. And keep in mind, this is people in their homes performing with the equipment that they have, and that's kind of the way they, even we've seen even the big talent uh, just doing performances on phones. We have not had your classic William Hung, your what the hell is this. Everyone's been really talented, even our incredibly competent Didgeridoo player. Exactly. So we'll see what we get next. We're going to take a break, come back with the Isolation Idol final prelim. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven's new I Love You Rose is putting a little love in everyone's day. A portion of all Gold Rose sales will support local restaurants and healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Steven Singer is giving a portion of all Rose's soul to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the final day of preliminary performances. Uh, this is, we're not setting the world on fire here. We are just letting people stretch their creative legs a little bit and show us what they've been doing in their house. I think you're giving a short shrift here. We are redefining entertainment as we I, know it. I misspoke. I am yes. sorry, sir. So. Uh, all of the offers to uh, join A&R departments at various record companies is proof of that. Uh, listen, yeah. the proof's in the pudding. American Idol is ripping us off. Yeah. That's, you know, They're that, doing exactly what we're doing now. It stands alone. Um, and, and in fact, you know, real quick, speaking of, uh, American Idol and they're doing this type of thing yes. as well, we, we did have this idea before they announced that they were doing that. 
Um, uh, Louis Knight, who we spoke to, is an American Idol contestant. Such we'll a good dude. Competing this weekend. He went and, uh, and I saw the details. I don't have the details on 6ABC. They delivered. He works at a pizza place. Yeah. And, and he, we had him on and he delivered pizza to Chop. Oh, it was uh, Chop. I believe it was Chop, yes. Okay. whole oh, bunch man. of pizzas, did the whole deal with the, the mask and That's everything. Awesome. A nice guy. Really a good representation of uh, of the area and born and raised in Ballacadam. Okay, and, it didn't happen. Yeah, no, but he's lived there for nine yes, years. Yes, that so. counts. Uh, so he performs on Sunday. Sunday night. Okay. We were so supporting him. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to get performances now. It's Preston and Steve's Isolation Idol. A talent search unlike any other, but exactly like all the others. Featuring a Corona conga line of quarantined competitors all vying for moderate fame and limited fortune. All right, let's find out who is going to end up winning today, moving on, or at least uh, approaching the championships and a chance to win our $500 prize. And you never know, there might be some more stuff thrown in there. We have six people competing. We're going to give them a little bit of time to show us what they have. And I'm going to lead with a young lady. I have her details here. She is a software developer and a Preston and Steve, not your average listener. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, she works for the works for the company that tracks Santa every Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah, yeah. She is originally from Harleysville and has loved performing ever since starting in her third grade musical at Oak Ridge Elementary. That's where all of my kids went to grade school. Wow. Nowadays, she spends her free time performing as a circus aerialist. What? A hula hooper and a fire what? dancer. She could have been a not your average listener for any one of those. But she's uh, she's really enjoyed brushing up on playing piano in quarantine. Please welcome from Westchester, Hannah. Yay! Hello, Hannah. Oh wait, god damn it, that's my oh, fault. Now, now we can. Now we can hear you. Casey Yay, didn't have you turn up. Well, hey, good morning, Hannah. How you doing uh, these days? I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm very thankful I can work from home. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine. I, I don't know what you just said. It was She's very thankful she can work from home. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. She, you could do your fire eating at home. <laughs> yeah, what's, <laughs> what's that all about? Your fire dancer and hula hooper and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I love circus performing, so it, it's just so fun, like, going to different events and bringing a lot of energy and, uh, yeah, entertaining the crowd. But it's your it's your computer stuff that you're doing from home, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, my my companies, uh, they're they've been so great. They've been sending us like care packages in the mail every week. It was like snacks and cookies. I really can't oh, that's, complain. That's awesome. What's what's the name of the company? Uh, it's Cesium. We're, we're we're based out of Philly normally. Okay. All right. Oh, that's nice. All right. Well, Hannah, it says here you uh, sing and you also play the keyboard. So you've been brushing up on the on the keys a little bit lately, right? I do. Yeah. I I just think um, my sister let me borrow her backup piano. Okay. Um, she is a pharmacist at a hospital, but also works as a dueling piano bar player, and it's like way more talented than I am. But I'm I, I'm really thankful that I've been able to kind of brush up all my skills while at home. Okay. Well, this is, you're exactly what uh, Preston had in mind when he when he sort of uh, devised this concept. The person who said, "You know what? I'm going to take a crack at, at getting back to this instrument, or, yeah. or you know, getting get, getting my chops back." So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So Hannah, what will you be performing for us this morning? Um, I'm going to be playing Natural Woman in the style of Carol King. Uh, Carol King had originally written it, and I guess Aretha Franklin released her version first. Okay. And then Carol King performed a version and released it on her album Tapestry. 
All right. All right. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful song, and let's see what you got, Hannah. Get on behind the keyboards. We're watching her sideways on our monitor here. Um, but here we go. Whenever you're ready, Hannah. song and uh you know listen again we want to remind everybody it, 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 you know because of the way that we're getting the audio it, it'll drop out a little bit so you're mm-hmm. not hearing it under optimum conditions but we're going to ask when you eventually to our listeners when they do judge take that into consideration so yes. we kind of worked that in yep. to our assessment yes it, it sounded uh and and uh, not of your fault at all hannah but the the audio was very tinny sounding yet i could hear how good of a singer she is yes oh thanks uh, so, yeah, see, now you sound better. Next time, be right up close like that, and we'll, we'll hear you much better. But if if you make it to the prelims, we're going to find out, okay? Nice work, Hannah, and it's good to see you again. Yeah. Great, thank you. All right, Yay. Hannah from Westchester, singer, keyboard player. She was really good. She's she was. Good. Kath yeah. and, and, and uh, Nick, back where you guys are, were you able to hear through? Uh, the... Not really. No? No, and, and, and I mean, I, uh, it's the same as Preston. You can tell, and I could tell by your submission video, She's a great singer and a really good piano player, but the the audio quality on our end was unfortunately not great. So the deal is, is that we obviously have the technical limitations. We want to do this live. We can't get them in the studio here because they're all crawling with disease. So uh, yep, we, yep. we we don't want that. But uh, this is as best that we can do. But it still it still works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing what we can, and uh, we'll have to take in that these in uncertain times consideration. But I, I could tell that she she yeah. had a a lovely voice. Uh, she sang on key, and she uh, sounded like Carol King, not Larry King. Right, yep. right. So that's a that's a plus. Are right, you ready for our next uh, yeah. contestant? Our next contestant is a second year student attending Brock University for Psychology and the Dramatic Arts. Uh, has been acting and singing all her life. Wow. Uh, she said these are truly her greatest passions and are what have brought her to the most uh, brought her the most peace during this chaotic time. She said I aspire to be a singer actor full time as a career. But I'm also interested in being a clinical psychologist. In addition, I've been dyeing my hair a lot in quarantine. (laughs) So far, I've done it twice in the last month. And, uh, gang, she's checking in from Oakville, Canada this morning. Please welcome Bianca. Bianca. Hi. Hey, Bianca. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So uh, the first things first, Canada. How did yeah. you? Uh, how did you hear about our show? Or are you from this area? Um, I know a few friends in Pennsylvania, but I was like looking for just um, like contests to do kind of on radio stations because I knew that this was happening, and I had been listening to your guys's for like the past couple days. Yeah. So I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome, and your hair color yeah. is awesome too. How many? How Thank many, you so much. How many various colors have you gone through? 
Oh my god, uh, pink, red, blue, purple, I was platinum blonde at a time, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. So right now you're, you're half pink, half blue, and a little brown on top? Yeah, these are just my roots that I've got to quarantine, so. <laughs> I'm bald and my roots are showing, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Oakville, uh, Canada, where is that, what province? It's in Ontario, it's uh, right next to Toronto. Okay. okay, excellent. Yeah. Well, listen, we are we're dying to hear you say. What do you? Who are your influences, by the way? Oh, um, I love Billie Eilish a lot, and oh. also um, Phineas, her brother. Um, just I guess a lot of singers like that. I also really like Dua Lipa and her newest album that came out. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Good selections. What are you going to be performing <laughs> for us, uh, Bianca? Um, I'll be singing "Fall in Love for the Night" by Phineas. Okay. Right. Well, let's check this out. All the way from Oakville, Canada. This is Bianca. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> You need to pick me up I'll be there in 25 I like to push my luck So take my hand, let's take a drive I've been living in the future Hoping that I'll see you sooner I want you riding shotgun I knew when I got one right Let's fall in love for the night and forget in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm oh, done. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we heard you. We heard yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We weren't yeah. sure if you were taking a dramatic pause or not, but uh, nice, <laughs> nice. And uh, Bianca, how old are you, by the way? Um, I'm almost twenty. I'm twenty, May twenty fifth. Okay. Right. And uh, how have you been? What do you do? You have a? You're just a student right now, or do you work anywhere as well? Um, I usually work at Starbucks, but okay. it's shut down. For yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, gotcha. you're, it's, the, it's the same deal. So hopefully, uh, if things roll back a little bit, you'll be able to get out a little bit for your birthday. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, Bianca, we are going to uh, put you in amongst the other contestants, and we'll find out in uh, just a little while whether or not you make it to the finals tomorrow. But we thank you for participating. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You bet. Wow. Bianca! She, Super she sweet. was really good. And by the way, the girl from Canada has the best connection. <laughs> it, was it, was, wild. it was outstanding. It was yeah. terrific. Yeah. It sounded great. And yeah, the further away you are, the better you <laughs> yeah. sound. So if, if you happen to be in the Arctic Circle, please enter the contest. Yeah. Bizarre reason. One of the greatest phone connections <laughs> we ever had were two girls that were in the middle of the ocean on a rowboat. Yes. <laughs> who called in. The, the Kraken gals who were yeah. rowing across the yep. Atlantic. Yeah. Or the Pacific. I think my only, I would say, critique of that performance was that she didn't pick a song that I think really um, showcased, her, showcased talent. her talent. Yeah, like like she, hear, she like clearly these, has the ability. You, you could hear it, and it's like, oh, why aren't you doing a song that really showcases can, y- your voice? Canadian singers are fueled by the power of, of uh, Putin, right? Is I believe they are. The power of Putin. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I agree, Casey, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how she stacks up yep. against uh, the others. All right, we're moving on. All right. Next contestant has been playing guitar for over 30 years. Wow. I'm currently in a local band, uh, Jumper, which plays venues in the tri-state area. We also do weddings, corporate events. Uh, since all this craziness started, I've been trying to keep up with my playing by posting cover tunes and original material on my Facebook page is what he says. I have heard of Jumper. I've heard of the band. Yes. Uh, from Horsham, PA, everybody, this is John. John. Hey, John. All right. Is it potted up, Case? Yeah, it's potted John, up. John, can you hear us? 
Yeah, he can hear us, but we can't hear him. So mm. hang well, on. you got to fix your microphone. He, don't worry, he's got Go somebody Oh, else. yeah, his daughter's <laughs> stepping in to uh, fix things <laughs> as uh, she is waving. Well, maybe Let's John see. could just hold up the lyrics he's singing. Uh, she's, well, I don't know if he's going to sing. I think he's just playing guitar. Oh, all right. Uh, so we could we could just watch his fingers move and uh, see if that works. And then we could we could vocalize what is coming out of it. <laughs> Uh, let, if we want to let them take around with it, I know from Mercy can pull this off. Perhaps we can go to right. a, our next in the in the well, list. Well, here's what we'll do. I'll, I'll do a shout out real quick. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, since it's going to take a moment for yeah. all this, stuff yeah, to we'll transition. get to it. Uh, I want to do a shout out real quick uh, since I got a couple of these to get through. Uh, this says, "Hey, quick shout out to my sister Jamie. Uh, she became a mom last year. Works full time. Is an amazing friend and big sister. Since the coronavirus forced daycares to close, yeah, uh, she's now balancing full time motherhood with full time working from home at wow. the same time, and she wow. deserves a thank you shout." Uh, now that she isn't working in a stuffy government office, she's streaming the entire Preston Steve show while she works, and we'll hear this anytime you decide to read it. Thanks. <laughs> and that is from Nicole Healy. So here's a shart out for her sister. Uh, I also, let me see, I have a couple of really good ones. Here's a really awesome shart out that I want to make sure we give a good one to. It says, hey guys, I'm not sure how to send shart outs, even though I've been listening since the Y100 days. Anyway, my name is Chris Brugger. And I'd love to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Tammy Ramsey. We live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina now, and she quit her job at Baptist Hospital to travel to help those affected by COVID-19. She is a lead respiratory therapist who intubates patients, making her the front line of the front lines. Oh, that's for sure, yeah. Uh, She just traveled Tuesday to the Hamptons to work in one of the hospitals there for three weeks before making her way into Midtown to work at Lenox Hill. And I'm pretty worried about her, but she has the biggest heart for people than anyone I know. And I could only hold back my worry, smile, and support this wonderful woman with all I can. Um, I hit a home run meeting this one. So, though she hates farts, could you give her a big shard out for putting her life on the line to help others in these uncertain times? Thank you. Love you guys, Gadzooks, and rock on. And that is from Chris Brugger, and he wants to send this one out to Tammy Ramsey, his girlfriend. So we'll do a... a Tom Jones. Here we go. Here we go. All right. There you go. A big one for you. All right. We have our next connection. Ready? And we are going to skip ahead to another contestant. And let me read her information, and hopefully we'll have her on with the audio. Uh, She's currently a college student studying to be a teacher and Ah. is pursuing a musical career as well. She says that uh, I've been singing and writing my own songs since I was very young. And although this is my first time ever doing anything like this, music has been a passion of mine for as long as I can remember. From Norristown, let's give it up for Giovanna. Good morning, Giovanna. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing wonderful, Giovanna. So you you live in Norristown? Yep. And you said you've been working on uh, getting a uh, a music career together. What? How? How do you? How are you chasing after a career in music? Um, so I just started working on getting my original songs recorded and getting those out there. Um, I actually like growing up. I've been writing songs my whole life, but I used to have like terrible stage fright, so I would never <laughs> sing in front of anyone or anything. Oh. And I just started doing this. Um, 
about a year ago. So that's cool. I don't know if you watch the Goldbergs, but the Erica's dilemma. She's the, the character. She's writing songs, but has terrible stage fright. So, but once you got over, are, are you are you more comfortable now? Are you getting you getting your, your stage chops? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, what have you done to get over your stage fright? Because I mean, what you're going through is um, quite uh, common. I mean, even with the biggest singers like uh, Barbara Streisand, for instance, she got terrible stage yep. fright. Yeah. Well. Um, my senior year of high school, I auditioned for a show at school, and um, that kind of was like my first step in getting over it. But I've been posting like song covers on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel, so that's really helped me. That's got to help, and that, that, that's something that didn't exist, you know, some some years ago. So, and and you yeah. get a good response back on it. Yeah, for sure. And cool. That's really helped. All right. All right. What uh, What are you going to be performing for us, Giovanna? I'm going to be singing "House of the Rising Sun." Oh, awesome! The animals. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's check this out. This is Giovanna in Norristown. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Mama was a tailor. She saw my a ripping version a little taste of that my goodness wow you got you have some serious projection of the are, are you are you loud by nature uh, yeah <laughs> i come from a big italian family so. my kind of girl <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that's pretty amazing who have you been performing with or are you doing more just uh have recorded accompaniment um, I've just been like recording. I've just been following like YouTube um, karaoke instrumentals and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> so are you? And, and yeah. you're, you say you're writing your own songs as well. Yes. And okay. during this whole quarantine, I've been teaching myself like to play the guitar. There you go. Guitar, so. that, that's that's what <laughs> we've been that's talking exactly about. Exactly it. Yeah. You, you plan on joining? Trying to join a band sometime? Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Well, right. well, my wife is learning guitar. If you want to form an all-girl group with her, you can. Because <laughs> yeah. she's doing that in quarantine as well. So very cool. All right, Giovanna, we'll see how you do. Thanks for your performance. Thank you. All right. Yeah. There you go. Nice. nice job, man. All right. She could she could belt it out. And that song selection is wild. Yeah. Because that's a tough one. I appreciate on these shows when someone chooses a unique song to right. sing, one that you normally wouldn't hear, especially given their age. Maybe yeah. she's 19 years old. The idea to do that song, that's pretty cool. It does say a lot. So she's got some soul, definitely. All right, uh, we have. Let's try this again. All right, the, all right. The, the, the music. Yeah, give me, give right. me the music. First of all, let's see if, if we can hear you, John. Can you say something? Hello. Yeah. yeah. All right. John's in a band called Jumper. Blah blah blah. Um, so we already did the big intro. He's a guitar player. He's been playing for thirty years. You're in Horsham, right, John? In Horsham, yes. All right, and uh, so you've been playing for thirty years. How how long have you uh, have you been in this band, Jumper? I've heard of you guys. Oh my God, uh, it has to be fifteen years. Okay. I was in it two stints. I joined, well, I formed it, helped form it, quit, <laughs> well, and then went back again. Fr- from my perspective, your greatest accomplishment is your daughter who got your audio working for the uh, connection. <laughs> yeah. Steve, he, uh, yeah. he emailed me I'm yesterday. Yeah, he was like, I, I would love to do this contest. I'm a little <laughs> Listen, I phobic. Yesterday, I swear to God, uh, we have, we have no, we believe you absolutely. Uh, that that all of you guys who are very talented. 
put up with the limitations. We appreciate it. All right, so John, you're going to be playing guitar. Do me a favor. Just give me like a like an a, an E chord, real quick. I just okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Good. I just want to make sure it sounded okay. Um, are, what are you going to be playing for us, John? I'm going to do the solo to get the funk out by Ooh. Extreme. Oh my God, Nuno yeah, Bettencourt. Well, That's... Let's put it that way. Let me say I'm going to try it. He's, a, right. he's a real yeah. good guitar player. You always player. talk about him. All right, John, you ready? Yeah, I got to move away from the phone. You guys are going to hear my regular guitar, and not the speaker. All, all right, right, all right. We're, we're moving back. All right, whenever you're ready, go for it, John. All right, That's it. Not yeah. perfect. Oh, that's a shred, John. Nice. What kind, what kind of guitar are you playing there? Is that a Strat? It's a Strat. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. You had it for a long time. I've had it for about six, seven years. It's beat up. It's a matte finish, so you you, you touch it and paint chips off it. So I it looks you. like it's from the fifties. Yeah, <laughs> gives it a little that's gives cool. a little style. What do you want? It said it gives it a little style, my man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hear what. Hey, I'm can talking. I give a shameless plug to the band? Yeah, by, do by it. means. Yep. Jumper. Jumper. Uh, JumperPhilly.com. You can uh, get to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Jumper Philly. Just right. go through your thank daughter, you right? Because yeah, we'll that's the only way you're going to find it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, John. Good luck to you. Wow. Okay. Dude. Man, he uh, sucked, didn't he? Dude, no, that's, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's some heavy wow. duty stuff. That's awesome. Wow. That's probably at least on an instrument level. That's And it's the connection the, 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 that he stepped away. And you were able to hear it a little bit better. I just, you know, when I hear stuff like that, I don't understand how their brains work because, like, how does your brain work that fast to think of, you know, you've got to move so many things and play these perfect notes, you know, and I can't even type my name without looking at a keyboard. And I've been typing forever and ever and though? Yeah. Your asparagus is awesome. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Man, you were sweet. Uh, it just, it takes, it's a lot, it's a discipline. I mean, yeah. it's number one, it's it's a feel that you have, but it, but you've got to, you got to put in your time and yeah. you got to practice a lot and you got to start with the basics and learn those and the fundamentals and work your way up. And that's, you, you can do it, but it just, it takes a long time. He's been doing it for 30 years, so that's why he's so good. Yep. All right, next contestant also plays guitar and has been playing music uh, for a very, very long time. He said, I've been uh, singing and mostly writing songs now, plus making videos. Uh, the most recent one is called Into Your Arms. Ooh. It is available on YouTube and Facebook, and I still enjoy the writing and recording aspect of making music. He is from Chalfont. Please welcome Jeff to the program. Jeff! Good morning. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, bud? All right, how you doing, guys? Doing very well. I have a question for you. Into Your Arms, is that a song you wrote, or is that the, the, the Lemonhead song? No, it's actually a song I wrote. Okay. And uh, how many songs do you think, if you were to uh, put a number on it, that you've managed to scribe over the years, Jeff? I don't know. Maybe like, over 100? No wow. kidding. Say 10,000. 10,000. <laughs> 10, okay, wow. No, over, over 100 sounds <laughs> impressive, actually. Uh, do you perform with anybody, Jeff? 
No, recently I've just been recording over in uh, Jam One Studio over in uh, Ventnor with Joe DeLuca producing. Okay. But that's all I've been doing. A couple open mic nights and stuff like that, but uh, I'm looking to get out there, though. Okay, and uh, for right now it's just more of a hobby thing for you? No, I'm actually trying to get some songs out there to uh, other artists or myself and see what see where it goes from there. Listen, okay. if you can get that sort of deal going where you are a songwriter that other singers go to to get material, that can be a full career in and of itself. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, Jeff, speaking of that, are you going to be playing one of your songs or are you going to play in a cover song this morning? No, I'm going to play a cover song uh, by America, Lonely People. Ah, oh, that's one of my favorite songs. Outstanding. All right, Jeff, let's hear what you got whenever you're ready. Uh, you got it. This is for all the lonely people Thinking life is passing by Don't give up until you Drink from the silver cup Ride that highway in the sky Don't give up until you Drink from the silver cup Oh, man. Nicely done. Well done. Great finger picking on the guitar as well there, man. Is that mainly how you uh, you like to play? Uh, yeah, I actually do both, but I, I've been converting to this over the last couple of years, finger picking. All right. It's hard to do, man. He's been uh, drawn to the fingering. Very, yeah. very <laughs> impressive. All right, Jeff, we wish you luck, sir. Thank you for performing this morning. All right. Thank you very much. Guys. All right, Jeff and Shout yeah. Fire. There was a station, a TV station in New York when they used to shut down at the end of the night. Remember that, Preston? Like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, the station would go yeah, off the air for a yeah, while. Yeah. That'd be the song they'd play. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a little uh, throwing it out there to somebody who might be alone. Uh, and... Alone, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. All right, this is, dude, this sounds great today. Yeah, it really I'm does. I'm very impressed. You know, and the more that, that we're doing this, and, and a few of these that we've had really good audio quality for, I'm like... It's just cool that there are all these musicians, and they're at home, they're playing, they're checking in with us. I just, I'm, I'm, this is all about me. I'm digging it. Yeah, from 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 uh, you know teenagers on up, to, uh, just yep. and, uh, all across the boards. It's 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 wild. Jeff's 58 years old, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And then we had right before that, you know, we had Giovanna, who was 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. great. And so, like American Idol, also like the NFL draft, right? So they're doing this thing tonight, and you have all of these former college players that are going to be doing. They're going to sing? No, no, oh. but they're all at their homes now. So we're doing this weird thing that that yeah. has never been done before. And, uh, and so I'm just, you know, reaching out to our sales department because they they have all these these deals with like these major electronic companies. Maybe we can send them out to our finalists for tomorrow. I think we could get this done in time, don't you think so? Yeah, I th- think we could completely turn around, rewire yeah. their homes, <laughs> and set up a new system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, by, yeah, yeah. by eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Sure, sure. sure. 15, give Absolutely. Them extra fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. and I just put uh, satellite dishes on everyone's roofs. Our <laughs> next contestant. Here we go. Give me the music. Oh, we this, can't even yeah. do that. <laughs> no. Fingers, <laughs> fingers. Come on. Wait. Hey, listen, I told you, I'm not a good musician. I can't even type without looking, and I can't hit a button without hitting the wrong button. All okay. right, so uh, this is our first uh, contestant from Jersey this morning. Yeah. Uh, she is 24 years old, married to Joseph Patrick Hoffner. I thought so. Uh, she said, I am from the Philippines and just recently moved to Maple Shade, New Jersey. I've been playing piano since I was 10 years old. When I joined the church choir, when I heard about Isolation Idol, I instantly joined up. And here I am from Maple Shade. Let's welcome Christine. Yeah. Hi 
there, Christine. Hi. Thanks for coming on this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, you uh, you are from the Philippines. You were uh, born yes. and, born and raised there. Yep. Yes. Wow. How long ago is uh, how long ago did you uh, move to the states? Um, a year ago, April. A year ago in April. Wow. What do you think so far? Are you enjoying it? Uh, uh, here? Yeah. I love here. I, I would assume that New Jersey is the closest to the Philippines that you could get, right? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's cool. But you're, we see you. You got the you got the harmonica rig on yep. and the whole deal. And is, are you sitting in front of a piano? Yes. yes. Wow. Okay. Cool. All right. So, uh, what type of songs do you like to play, Christine? What's your What's your favorite genre of music? Um, I like playing um, uh, like. Billy Joel. Billy Joel, yeah, <laughs> Rocket Man. Yeah. Elton uh, yeah. oh, oh, John. John, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it? Is that Patrick, help, or Joseph Patrick yeah, helping you out there? She's a little nervous. You know, she's a little shy, but she likes to play like Lady Gaga, Shallow. Yeah. She's got different, lots of different songs that she likes to choose from, but lately it's been Billy Joel and Elton John and even uh, some, you know, some, some really contemporary songs and some okay. songs from church. All right. All right, hey Christine, who's who's the big celebrity in uh, Philippines as far as music goes? Um, from that journey, Arniel Pineda. Arniel, he's with uh, Journey. He's the lead singer yes, of Journey. That's right. He's yes. Filipino. Yeah, he's right. amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. All right, Christine, what are you going to perform for us this morning? Uh, I'm going to perform a verse of Piano Man by Billy Joe. All, All right. right, can't wait to hear it. Whenever you're ready, Christine. She's playing harmonica, by the way, harmonica and piano. So here we go. Keeping it short, that's yeah. what we have to do. Nice job, multi-instrumentalist and a singer at the same time. That's so cool. Christine, you made your United States debut here on WMMR. <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel? Um, uh, nervous. Uh, <laughs> happy. Good, good. Well, and let me remind everyone who's uh, competed throughout this, uh, the couple of days we've been doing this, they all made the cut from a lot of submissions. So yep. you, you've, you've, already, you've already established... You, you've got a, a, a very major talent. We're, we're very thrilled to have you on. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Christine. We'll see how you do. All right, that's our final contestant. Yeah. Oh. Christine. Oh, man, we've got decisions. I do not like this. I don't mm-hmm. like it either. They, they were really, really good. And we had we had everyone from New Jersey to Canada. New Jersey, uh, Philippines via New Jersey. Yes. Uh, Canada and all over PA this morning. We had some really great vocalists. Some awesome guitar and singers. And then uh, Christine performing multiple instruments. We've got decisions to make. So uh, I don't envy us either. But no. tomorrow, I don't envy you because you're going to have to make the decisions. Yeah, you, none of this crap for us. You will have to vote. We'll get down to the final eight. And what we're going to do is take a break now. We're going to discuss amongst our judges and check our scores. 
And uh, we will come back and we will tell you who the two people are that are moving on to the final tomorrow. And, Casey, are we adding this to the uh, to the yes, prize? Yes, it is official. All right, our friends at uh, Wilson's Secret Sauce are throwing in a $100 gift card. As Whoa! Well. So it's a barbecue. Yeah. Come on! And they're great. Uh, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And they're it's... big supporters of WMMR. Apparently, every single contestant that has emailed Nick has talked about their love of barbecue. So we just thought that Everyone. this would... Yeah. The people yeah, spoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wilson's has listened. It's the thing that yeah. brings both the Philippines and Canada together. That's true. <laughs> All right. So we'll, t- <laughs> we'll take a break. When we get back, we're going to reveal who they are, who the two winners are from today. And we also have Carlos Mency on the program. We'll be back in just a moment. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. By the way, Preston, the caveat there is they're asking you to wear uh, masks of one of the American presidents. It's a point break day. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> point break day. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Who would you be? Reagan. You Reagan. would be Reagan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reagan. I think I'd go with LBJ. I always like that. It's a long face, long rubbery face. Yeah, you yeah. you got to talk about the, the longest rubbery faces. And then you got LBJ, Reagan had a bit of that. Yeah. Nixon. I do love the, the one scene where he... Uh, uh, Bodie uh, goes, they're about ready to jump out of the van. He goes, rock and roll, and sticks his tongue out. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what, a, what a great bad movie, man. What it's that? not even that bad. Huh. It's, just, it's a great junk food movie. I love it. And uh, wouldn't it be cool to see that happening all over mass transit today? Yep. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, you know what? Here, we need to do this. People are waiting. Uh, they were listening to us just a little while ago. Isolation Idol, people performing in their homes because they can't perform on stage. We're seeing a lot of that. We wanted to see what was going around in, on in our area. And it was tough today. By far the toughest. Yeah. We had we had the most talent, some of the most talented ones today, I think. And you said, like, the response, people people actually liked it today. Yeah. We've been, we've been, <laughs> it's, I looked at the text message. I'm like, wow, people are actually liking this today. Yeah. It's been mixed reviews leading up <laughs> well, to that. We, have, we, we have, know. There's technical things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so and, on. And it's their fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So come yeah. on. <laughs> All right, we had to narrow it down to two, and we did indeed do that. Who will join the Elite Eight for tomorrow? Our final prelim winners for today are Guitar Shredder John. John is from the band Jumper, and he is going to be moving on. And joining him will be one of our many singers we had on the show today. So good. Yeah, and she's only 19 years old from Norristown. Giovanna! Yeah! A very soulful version and, and belted it out of House of the Rising Sun. And, uh, again, Preston, you got to say, Anna killed it. Bianca, yeah. amazing. Yep. Christine with the, uh, the the Billy Joel. And I uh, really so, liked uh, and Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. All solid. You, you uh, Actually, you made it too difficult for us. Yeah, so we appreciate all the effort. You guys all sounded great. I apologize. 
Best phone line award, though, goes to Bianca from Canada. Yeah. Who knew that was going to happen? Bianca, you need to keep in touch. That was some some really good stuff. You do. Apparently, Marissa said, you know, she heard our comments afterwards that, uh, that uh, you know, we wish she would have cho- chosen a song that would have highlighted her uh, vocal capabilities yeah. a little bit better. And apparently, like, the next part of the song is where it really kicked in. So. Um. Probably should have led with that, but it's all. Yeah. Good. Well, we didn't know. We didn't know. That, we didn't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I my, my uh, Phineas knowledge is not as extensive as it should be, and we had to keep the performances short because yeah. we have so many people that we're doing. So we only gave you a small window to perform. I, I and realize. we're inept. Yeah, it's in, we're fairly inept. But, but tomorrow we give each of them what twenty minutes? Twenty minutes. Uh, twenty each? minutes. Yeah, and yeah. then we come back for another twenty. Yeah. No, we're going to do roughly the same thing. So that'll be uh, tomorrow. So the finalists tomorrow will be Nicole, Kira. David, Audra, Michael, Phil, John, and Giovanna all performing live, and you get the difficult <sighs> choice of deciding who the winner is going to be. Yeah, we can just sit back and laugh. Yes, we can. <laughs> uh, new Daily Rush video, speaking of laughing, is up, and I don't know much about it. It just says, someone got engaged, Ooh. and the description says, ah! <laughs> I don't know why. Did we do that in that, I guess? We or, do so remember. much stupid, forgettable stuff. <laughs> I don't do. know. But anyhow. Oh, there was, yeah. There was one the other day uh, that I had. It just said, Casey misses one butthole. And I was like, what? I don't even remember what yeah, that was. I, yeah. I, I, I have no idea either. Hang on, Marissa. The ah was you reading an Instagram post. Ah, we got engaged. Ah! Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. And Casey missing a butthole was uh, we were reading a butthole story and waiting and waiting for Casey to hit the butthole oh, sound effect. Yes, yes, yes. They're Every both... guy has that one butthole. <laughs> yep. They're both hilarious. I suggest you guys go watch them or later. There's that one soon. special butthole, guys. Right? Yeah, yeah that we then, all miss. And then there's that other uh, penis. That's <laughs> yeah, the other, yeah, the other penis. Yeah, the other penis. That's an insight. No, I told you. You wouldn't let us tell that story. Okay. No. Oh, man. All right, we'll we'll tell you off here. But it was one of those things both Preston and I looked at each other like, really? No, you didn't look. It it was immediate. It was a a misspoke. It It was a misspeak. Yes. And (laughs) I recall as soon as... It was like, dude, this isn't for, uh, this is not for I'm honor. Not but I remember it. thinking, I don't know any guy with two penises. No, no. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Man, hey, by the way, we've sweetened the pot for tomorrow. Not only $500, but our friends from uh, Wilson's Secret Sauce checked in. They want to offer up a $100 gift card for our winner as yeah, well. Yeah, top so. that, American Idol. Yeah, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're talk- We're serving food to our people. Where's your effing barbecue? The best barbecue you're ever going to have. Um, listen, I have a few stories. We, we were going to have Carlos Mencia on. We got unfortunate news that uh, there, there's a tragedy in his family uh, that we just found out about. So It's horrible. Uh, he has had to cancel, so we just found out a moment ago. So we're going to do a couple other things. I do have some junk drawer items, and we oh. also have some uh, various pieces of audio to play. Yeah. Or we can do something else. I don't know. This is on the fly of a contest. Uh, what, do you, what do you feel well, like doing? You did, a, you did have a contest. You were, how, do, you, do you like that for here, or do you like that for tomorrow? Um, I don't know. How are we doing guest wise tomorrow? Well, tomorrow is a contest. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You know what, what are we doing? <laughs> no, no, we're yeah. in isolation right, so, tomorrow. So. Do you want to you burn it off here? Let, let me, that's how much we're... we're... <laughs> No, no. Well, listen. We just found out. So uh, no. Let's you know wait till we have more prizes. I'd, right. I'd rather I'd rather go so, through some of these stories. We have some audio to play too that you had sent over this morning, Steve. Yeah. So uh, we'll clean out the junk draw. And I really like this story. A uh, and Nick, I don't know if you heard this or not because you're the big Harry Potter fan uh, amongst us. At least you read the books and, and know a lot more about the. Uh, Uh, that world than we do, but a team of researchers from India, upon discovering a new species of green pit vipers, have decided to name 
the snake after a Harry Potter character? What would you guess, Nick, if I were to throw that at you? Uh, it's a snake. It's a snake. Uh, I Some, have a something guess. from like, uh, well, uh, do you want to go, Steve, or do you, should I go? I mean, like you're, you're the, the, I'm a novice, so may, I'm probably going to get Slytherin it house. You know, it probably sever a Snape or something like that. That was going to be my guess. Salazar Slytherin. Ah, the uh, founder of the Slytherin house. That is ah. correct. Yeah, you, was... you know, Nick, I'm an official uh, member of Gryffindor now because I have my uh, wands. I went to the <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, attraction at Universal, and they seemed very welcoming up. You went to Ollivander's. Yes. Got your one. Steve, uh, um, uh, just a quick side note. Uh, there was uh, somebody that was going to be a part of this contest. He does dueling pianos at Universal, but the timing didn't work out, and uh, uh, so and so we couldn't do it. But I was chatting with him yesterday, and um, he, like, they're he cannot wait to get back to the parks. Universal and uh, Disney, they've never closed before, ever, ever, ever. I, and so they, I can only imagine. they on hands at this point. Nick, they just, uh, Disney just furloughed 100,000 employees. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so so it's, uh, it's mm. yeah, the, the sooner the better. So they've named this Pit Viper after him. By the way, Nick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test your knowledge. So Salazar Slytherin was the founder of, uh, one of the founders of, of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft. Uh, and wizardry, who were the other ones? Of course, the houses are named after them. So Rowena Ravenclaw. Dang, right? yes. Um, Thank you. Uh, dang. Buff Hufflepuff. Ding, uh, ding. Not Buff Hufflepuff. Oh, Rough Dufflehuff. It was a Rough fem- Dufflehuff. They, they're all, uh, mm. they're all illiterative. Illiterative. Yeah. Illiterative. Yes. Queef asked him out. Uh, Sal- Salazar Slytherin, Rowena Ravenclaw. Uh, Horatio Hufflepuff? No, it's female. Oh. I forget. Hel- Helga. Helga. And uh, Gary Gryffindor. Gary Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Name's Gary. Yeah. Gary Gryffindor. <laughs> Uh, it's is God- Gary Gryffindor the best? <laughs> Boy, I guess. <laughs> it's Godric. Godric. Oh, Gryffindor. Godric. Uh, along with being some of the most uh, powerful witches and wizards of their time in the Harry Potter world, they're also the namesakes of the houses. Uh, Slytherin, partly known for his ability to talk to snakes, is linked to the animals. Answer me! The snake is, after all, the symbol of the Slytherin Hogwarts house, and that is why the researchers chose the name Trimerosaurus Salazar for the snake. Hey, Nick, what's the big um, scorpion creature that... Um, the basilisk? The, in uh, in the second movie, in Chamber of Secrets? Right, so on Hagrid's motorcycle ride at Universal, he is he's standing next to this thing, which just looks like a, like a bizarre scorpion. Okay. All yeah, right. I, I, it's one of these days I'll get down and do those things because you yeah. guys have been raving about it. I, I would love to do the one in uh, in London too. You can do a Harry Potter tour of some of the places where they shot the films and stuff like that. So this this snake, the uh, Trimerosaurus Salazar, will be commonly known as Salazar's Pit Viper. Is That's it a pretty cool name? Is it uh, poisonous? Yes, it is. The what? Pit Vipers in the genus Trimerosaurus are venomous and found throughout East and Southeast Asia. It's uh, crazy that they're just. I mean, how small is this thing that they're just seeing this for the first time now? Well, you know what happens? There's stuff discovered all the time. So, so the amount of things that go extinct all the time, what you also on the other side of the coin are maybe unaware of is that there's there are species always being discovered. Yeah. yeah. So they, uh, case it may be, they may look similar or seem similar to other ones. Wear the they, same clothes. They'll notice very, you know, small differences in right. them once okay. they get a chance to really... Uh, take a good look at them. So, uh, but yeah, uh, one of the things that makes this particular pit viper stand out is its orange reddish stripe found on the side of the head of the males. There are at least forty-eight species of this genus 
uh, found in that particular region. Were you ever into uh, snakes? Did you ever have a snake? No. Yeah. Uh, snakes always kind of freak me out. They don't bother me that much anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll get them in my backyard all the time, and we have these uh, window wells, and I'll, I'll have to go in there and save a snake every now and then. Yeah, they're pretty so. wild. The one thing I could never, you know, maybe the smaller snakes, but the larger ones that are cool, <laughs> you have to feed yeah. uh, um, like mice and stuff. I, I could not do that. I caught a, gar- is it Gardner snake? It's a Jim Gardner snake. Uh, Gardner. has a thick mustache. It is Gardner? Garter snake, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I caught one of those when I was in fourth grade. I put it in a Folgers cup when I came home and then uh, came home from school the next day and it magically escaped. I don't think it really escaped. I think it was set free by one of my parents. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Yeah. Were you keeping it in the house? No, no, okay. I wasn't allowed to do that because okay. the devil is a snake, by the way, Preston. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to keep the snake in the house. Because it was the devil. Because it's the devil, you could say. Yeah, it could have been the devil. But, I, you know, Steve, I saw one time a guy in college had a snake, and he had a, a mouse, and he basically clubbed the mouse over the head and then mm. fed it to the snake. I know. I, listen, I, was, it, it, I walked out of the house this morning, and my, my, my cat, the one cat that we have to let it out for psychological reasons, mm-hmm. had caught a field mouse, and I, the, the cutest little thing. And I feel sorry for That's nature. That's the way nature rolls. I get it. I don't have to carry it out in my living room. Well, you know why he did, why he did that with the mouse? He dazed it so that the mouse wouldn't like scratch the snake's eyes. And I'm like, hey, don't hurt my snake. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid I'm, mouse. I'm like, dude, this is this. You know, it's it's the way it happens in nature, man. It's nature, bro, bro, bro. Snake's the devil, bro. Come on, bro. Okay. Snake's the devil. That's the way it is in nature. <laughs> All right, uh, what else do I have? Uh, so, obviously, a lot of people staying home right now, but those who are still driving Why? around apparently are taking advantage of most empty roads. We've talked about this before, but the Governor's Highway Safety Association reports there has been a severe spike in speeding on U.S. roadways, as well as fewer crashes due to reduced traffic. But those that are happening are more severe. I've noticed a skip-up in traffic over the past week uh, on my way home, like more more. Cars, and maybe more businesses are being deemed essential, or whatever the story is. But traffic has increased. But I've also noticed, Preston, pertaining to this, more um, uh, police cars off to the side of the road, sitting in sort of speed trap position. I've Steve, seen a couple. Yeah, yeah. I got a text last week from a cop friend, and um, he was talking about people are just treating the roads like it's the autobahn. Yeah. That, that he and he sent me a screen capture of some of the speeds. Yeah. Um, and they were off the charts, and you know, and people are just taking advantage, I guess. But uh, the cops are still out there, so yes. they should not do that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anybody get pulled over, but you know, I noticed this pretty much right away, like a month ago. On my way home from work, there were I, um, I road ragers, people just uh, like you know uh, weaving in and out of traffic, no turn signals. And, and I've seen you drive. You drive pretty fast, Case. I, I drive so so people are blowing past you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they're they're out there. I've been, yeah, I've been, I was going 110. Somebody came speeding right by me. You should arrest him. <laughs> I I've been. I, I told you guys a, a few months ago. I decided. All right. I'm gonna start driving speed limit. Right. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hang in the right lane. I'm gonna get out of the way and let people move on about their business. And I have been doing that. And yesterday I was. I was on my way home on the on the expressway, and I'm doing 65. Which, by the way, I think it's actually 55, and I'm doing 65. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some dude comes up behind me. Left lane's busy. Gets right on my ass, and I'm like, "Bud, I'm not going anywhere. I'm in my right lane. You're doing, totally I'm, legal. I'm doing the speed limit. I'm actually doing more than the speed limit. Yeah. You're just gonna have to wait." 
I'm not going to. And speed you were in up. the right lane. I was in the right lane. Yeah. So people, man. But but I have seen really more aggressive driving. You know, I've noticed it. Yeah. Sure. So when I came out of here, probably three weeks ago, or whatever, there, some dude raged against me. I couldn't figure out what I could have possibly done wrong. But he, uh, at a traffic light, he pulls up next to me and does the old stare down. Where he overly stares at me as he's pulling by me. He was an overstare. He was an overstare, Steve. Uh, we had one of those the other day for no reason. For no reason. And he Chell was like, and I looked at each other and we laughed. What's, what's up that guy's ass? That's what I thought. And yeah. I also thought. And the, probably in his mind, he's going, oh, my God, that's Preston. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, he hates me because that was an evil look. <laughs> no, this dude overstared, gave me an evil look. He was a nebbish looking guy, too, which I'm like, yo, bro, you shouldn't be doing that to anybody if you look like that. That and then he took off like uh, like uh, like I was going to chase him. R- blew through two red lights like in a row because I think he thought I was chasing him. Oh. And the best part is I kept you catching. ran him off the road. I did. I ran him off the road <laughs> into a phone pole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was on Route One, and for five miles straight, we just kept ending up at the at the same traffic light. So I'm like, I don't know what your problem is, man. You just go to the speed limit. Yeah, it's all good. Average speeds on city highways during rush hour have increased, re- rising between 34. Uh, percent This is around New York. The New York Times reported this: Staten Island, 85 percent; Brooklyn. At the end of March, the city also issued more than double the number of speeding tickets via automated speed cameras as it did the uh, month prior. Uh, uh, Staten Staten and Island. also the same things happening in England as well. 40% drivers, uh, uh, 40% up, uptick. Yeah. I would love the experience of speeding through Staten Island because you never do. It's the wor- it's always the worst. So, uh, you know, just, just, just to see what it would be like to drive through Staten Island without getting stopped in horrendous freaking traffic. Yeah. All right, so that's going on. What else? Hey, you know what? Let's do a junk drawer piece of audio. Oh. Uh, Steve, you had this. For some reason, actor Sam Neill is singing Uptown Funk. Yeah. (laughs) And he sings it, like, in a very sort of melancholy way. Oh. Yeah, it's a different take on Uptown Funk. Why Sam Neill? I mean, you know, Jurassic Park. Yeah. uh, All the movies he's been in. Right. I've never really seen him sing before. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Uh, but he, he does, and you'll judge for yourself what you think. All right, here we go. Some songs just get you straight in the heart. And this is one of these, I'm trying not to cry. It's too hot. Hot damn. Call the police and the fire man. It's too hot. Hot damn. Make a dragon want to retire, man. Girls hit you Hallelujah. Girls hit you, hallelujah. Girls hit you, hallelujah. Cause Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's great. Good. And and listen, I think here's another case of somebody at home bored Just with an instrument around. Yeah, laying yeah, around yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. decided to to dive into it. He's actually got a pretty good voice. And he can play. I like him yeah. even more. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, and uh, you want to go to these? Or... How about we do uh, the revealing of the, the masked singer? This, uh, you know, obviously I'm massively into this show. Mm. All right. So I made that up. I can't stand it. But. Casey likes it. I and watched the first season, and then I tapped out after that. So uh, last night, uh, by the way, this is a spoiler alert if you've recorded this and don't want to know. 
the identity of the banana was revealed. All right, and the banana isn't the winner? They just revealed the... No. Okay. How, how, why do you reveal? I've forgotten. Uh, I don't they know. get a low score. A low score? Yeah. As in a bad singing performance? I, uh, this person's a professional singer. Yeah, it's not necessarily no. a bad. It's just... Um, Maybe they're starting to uh, over-ripen. I think at this point they're all good singers. It's just you know who had like uh, an off night, an off night maybe, okay. yeah. yeah, or off night compared to the other singers. All right, to the ready? other idiots. All right, mm-hmm. here, here we go. Here. Banana, show us who you really are. Banana, show us. Banana, show up. And up next, we got the prong and the door handle. Here, let's go. Take it up. Brett Michaels of Poison. Oh, Rock and Roll Superstar. Oh, you, Jaren, you. That was amazing. Man. Okay. Uh, what's funny to me is... I think it's Mick Jagger. <laughs> right, yes. I think it's Mick Jagger. No, it's Wayne Brady. Uh, <laughs> they pick like... Stop it. A-plus celebrities. It's like, Bono. It's Bono. It's got to be. It's got to be Barbara Streisand. Is it Whitney Houston? No, she's dead. <laughs> it's Barbara Streisand. It's got to be Barbara Streisand. Oh, man. Oh, it's Margaret Show. Yeah. Okay. Come on. All right. Uh, there you go. So he was on it. Brett Michaels on the, on the, the mask. He's become there. a banana. Mm. Uh, we have John Bon Jovi thing. But no, I, won't, I got a lot of music news today. so we'll you, can, you can pop it in there because it, it pertains to more music Anybody news. Anybody else watch that? I did. The, the uh, we're Jersey gonna, thing last night. We're going to talk about it later on. Trying to grab some legitimate sound clips from it. It was actually pretty good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, all right. How about this? Um, a lot of these Zoom conferences, uh, obviously, people are using it more and more uh, now. And I'm wondering if stuff like this has been happening. If people are meeting and maybe looking into forging a relationship when this is all over with. There was a video that popped up the other day and a story that accompanied it. Accompanied it. A couple of the, the uh, Zoom class was taking place as a college class, and the um, the girl was attending the class. Did you see it? This is what I have oh, right okay. here. University of Colorado at Boulder student Allie Oliver was preparing for class when her mom noticed a photo of one of her professors and commented on how attractive oh he was. God. Oh boy! So Allie arranged for her mom to accidentally walk in <laughs> during virtual That's office funny. hours with the professor, and she recorded the whole thing. And apparently, she posted it on TikTok. And it's gone viral. She's trying to set her mom up with the yeah. professor. So I wonder how often this is because we're actually having um, a, tic, a, 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 a Zoom meeting later on. Yeah, no, and uh, maybe we'll see some somebody sort of... hot that we want to get with. <laughs> yeah. Rochelle, Rochelle is doing a daily Zoom meetup with a bunch of people. Like every day, I don't know who these people are. I don't know who she's talking to. Claire has a, a, probably a... found a hottie on there that she's uh, <laughs> no up, doubt. I don't know. Yeah, my wife is doing a, a happy hour with uh, with old friends from a, a radio station she used to work at. So, yeah. It's... Yeah, my uh, my wife has been doing weekly stuff with uh, other, you know, moms from the parish and stuff like that. And usually it's, I think it's probably tonight. I think it's but Thursday night. Rochelle's on with a bunch of people she doesn't know. Is she doing oh. cam stuff or is she actually talking to... Uh... Maybe she's doing cam stuff. <laughs> she got big knocker. 
works. <laughs> but I think it might have been one set up through uh, our buddy Brian at Course Photography. Oh, okay, all right. And so she has now met these people, and now they're all becoming friends, which is kind of interesting. It, it is It is a weird way of, again, drawing together by being apart. Yeah, Marissa? We had one that happened right in the city, live on TV on Fox 29. One of the producers, um, I think they had this guy who was a farmer or something on, and she just off camera was like, oh, he's cute. And then Mike, of course, took that and ran with it. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're, like, virtually dating now. Wow. Virtual dating. Yeah. That's good. It's legitimately okay. happening. And I, right. he's somewhere in the Midwest. I bet that we're going to see a lot of stories pop up when this is all over of people who will finally get to meet in person and then realize they can't stand each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, my no, God. But maybe, maybe it'll turn into, yeah. You don't look the same without a ring light. Uh, relationships. <laughs> then yeah. you have to walk around all the time yeah, with, that, yeah, that, with yeah. one hanging on your neck. Just to look the way that uh, they anticipate you will look. Uh, all right. How about uh, other things from the junk draw? Yeah, time for a couple more. Netflix is trying to make watching stuff on your phone easier. They've done this by adding a new feature called Screen Lock, which lets you lock the screen within the app to avoid accidental taps, which pause whatever you're watching. That sucks. Yeah, they're yeah. I, I don't watch a lot on my phone, but no. when you're watching a YouTube video or something and you accidentally hit it, it sucks. Yeah. I don't like watching things on my phone that are like longer than five minutes. Okay. Yeah, I, the only the only time that I will use this option because I don't have a tablet is um, if I'm on a plane taking a short flight. If it's you know going down to Florida to see my mom. You can download the movies to to your right to your phone. It's easy, and yeah. I don't mind watching I'm, if I'm on a plane. I'm now so I you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm Mr. Mac. I have tons of stuff, Apple stuff, and the the iPads now have become like my, my main go to. I'm doing a lot of my work on them, and and yeah, you're right, Preston. For that feature, it's good to be able to lock it. Nick, my mom wants to thank you for planting the idea of the grand pad in me. And, oh, she's using it. Oh, oh my God, yes. It's Great. been a revelation. Oh, my God. It's, it has is, it is opened up a whole world to her because, number one, she was resistant. You know, don't get that for me. I'm not going to know how to work it. I'm not going to know how to use it. And then I'm like, Mom, I got it for you. It's on the way. Okay. Well, I hope I'm going to be able to use I hope I, I know how to use it. I'll have my sister organize like a team of people to help her out at the rehab facility she's in to help her get it up and running. I mean, there were like eight people on call <laughs> for if she had a tech emergency. And it, it's so ridiculously easy. If you don't know, it's this tablet that you can buy for senior citizens. It's made for people who are over 75 that aren't tech savvy at all. And they're they're essentially, not in a condescending way, big dumb buttons that you can use to push for the functions on there. And she, she now has a Twitch account. She's playing Call of Duty. It's amazing yeah. how much this is brought into her life. No, but uh, it's, it's very simple for them to use. It's a little pricey. It's $250 for the tablet, and then you have to buy a subscription of $40 a month. But... I'm not able to see my mom in person, neither is my sister, and I'm the admin of the account, so I add in the people who she can contact her through that. I have say over websites and things like that, so I've just put X Hamster in there for now. Yeah, That's good. Good. Nothing Nothing else. smart. And that, aggregator. That, that looks difficult. But there's <laughs> games, and you can and Best there's your sick. and social. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's got a... It's, That's a macadamia nutsack. It's got its own form of... Uh, That's your nutsack. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> its own form of social media in that That's everybody awesome. who's in the contact uh, can post photos in a stream that's on there. and uh, What a stroke of genius, honestly. It's great. What a stroke of genius. It's fantastic, and it's all video. It's not all video conferencing, but you can video conference, and that's how we communicate now. So I get to see my mom. 
Uh, so she wanted to thank you, Nick, for uh, giving that idea to me. That's that's cool. They responded to us over social media, the Grand Pad Folk, and uh, really they at this did? point, they, they, yeah, yeah, they, we were tweeting back and forth because we put a, a little blog post up on uh, on PrestonandSteve.com. Of course, they responded um, after you by it. Well, I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, at, at this point, they really should be advertisers. <laughs> yes, they should. They really should. How much does it cost, Press? I already told you. I, I wasn't bucks. paying attention. I was doing other things. Uh, Two hundred fifty dollars for the for the uh, tablet, and then it's a forty dollar a month subscription fee. It's a little expensive, but it's like buying a phone. Listen, yes, you know? or or a tablet. That's ta- the price of a tablet now. If you, that's not that's you're not saying that's not bad. <laughs> And certainly, look at how it's opened up her world. Yeah, totally. She's she's, she's surfing porn like crazy. So much happier. It's got loads of games on it, music, um, photos, email. Uh, it, very, very easy to use. Can she use it with her drone? <laughs> she can control her drone from it. Yes, absolutely. Is she still in bed most of the time? Perhaps? She can now. She just found out on Monday that the, she is allowed to put weight on her leg now. Wow. Uh, for those who don't know, yeah. For those who don't know, she had fallen, broken two ribs. She was in a, a rehab facility, and while there, they were showering her, and somebody wasn't, uh, uh, they weren't uh, tending to her properly. She fell and, and essentially shattered her femur. Jeez. So they, we, we moved her to a different place, and well, uh, she had to go through this radical search. She had to go through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. They, they cut her from the top of her butt all oh, the way God. down to her knee uh, to get in there and fix that leg. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I knew that, but I didn't know that she had fallen at a facility. Yeah, yeah, that's where it happened. Yeah, the first fall was the ribs. The second fall was at the facility the, and broke her oh leg. So God. it was at uh, Broken Lake Pines. She can finally put weight on it, so she's starting to uh, she's starting to be able to. They're they're uh, switching the rehab to now her walking. So From what you were fantastic. saying, a while ago to this is wonderful because it was it was not. Looking wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So much better. She's moving along. Somebody says, can anyone send pictures to the grandpad? You have to be invited by the admin uh, to be able to do that. Yeah. So uh, if you wanted to send pictures to my mom, you know, deep pics and whatnot, you, you have to send them to me first. <laughs> Honestly. I dare you to send her a picture of the, the giant penis guy. She would probably find She'd it pretty it. damn funny. <clears throat> but everybody else on there would Wait, I know meeting him. my kids. Yeah. <laughs> He was very nice. Uh, Had a dong the size of a railroad tie. All right. So, anyway, thank you, Nick. That's a thank you from my mom. Bet. All right, uh, one more thing, maybe. Sure. Yes. All right, let's see here. Wait, did we get the the audio that I sent you guys yesterday? Did you guys get? A chance I didn't. To see I that? didn't get it. I didn't okay. get. No, I got it, but I didn't understand why. You sent it to us. Well, so the a guy, the, they, they say that he was dead by accident, right? The newscaster announces to everybody in the world that this guy has died, but he does it right before they go to the video package. So then they come back from the video package and they say, oh, my God, that was my mistake. I'm so terribly sorry. So, Steve, it's in the classic vein of, of those New York New York broadcasters. Right. Okay. Totally screw up. But the, just the way and the severity in which he said that he had passed he away. died. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes back. But he's, like, he's gay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was exactly. along those lines. <laughs> All right. This uh, other thing here. Um, Chipotle. Agree. Did you hear Casey gas? <gasps> oh, he said it. Did you he hear said it? Chipotle. Kathy, could you hear that? Yes. The most beautiful word I've ever heard. Chipotle. <laughs> I said that Chipotle. Chipotle, Chipotle, Chipotle. I hear. I hear. <gasps> oh, and suddenly they say, we'll never be the same. <laughs> 
I think he's going to shoot, Steve. Oh, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. Uh, well, before you play this, they, oh. they agreed Tuesday to pay a record $25 million fine. Oh. Uh, to resolve crim- criminal charges over serving uh, tainted food. Remember way back when when this happened? This yeah. was an issue, yep. yes. It, it led to four neurovirus outbreaks and food poisoning. Uh, 1,100 people got sick between 2015 and 2018. Did it? So did it end up being an issue with them or was it a supplier? Uh, so if they're paying this fine... Then they, I guess they determined well, they were in some way yeah, culpable. Yeah, they were charged with two counts of violating the Food, Drug, and uh, Cosmetic Act. So, yeah, that, my mascara was tainted from them. Uh, admitted that poor safety practices, including not keeping food at proper temperatures. Oh, oh all right. All right. Uh, What's it, what was it tainted with? Led to the outbreaks. Uh, it was a norovirus. Um, so, un, under a deferred prosecution agreement, Chipotle will avoid conviction by continuing to improve its food safety program, following other rules, and paying the $25 million fine, which is a record for a food safety case, by the way. That's Chipotle's a- good. Oof. I love Chipotle. 25 mil. Really? Yeah, I do. <gasps> <laughs> I Chipotle. Thought, I thought you were going to talk about how they're delivering now for us. Are they? Yeah. You just lean back. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I love you, Chipotle. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, baby. <laughs> I took care of that neurovirus. Um, now I'm nothing but meat. Uh, <laughs> so they're delivering because of uh, uh, coronavirus? Yeah. Okay, all right. All the places that are delivering, I mean, and, and then, listen, everybody's trying to do what they can to keep staff employed and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But it, honestly, if you if you've not... If you've held back on doing takeout, don't do there, there. There's so many. There's a lot of great food from great restaurants that you go to, and restaurants maybe that you didn't that had no no takeout program before might be doing it now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do takeout this weekend. We've we've been eating out of the home because we yeah. stocked up on a lot of food. Yeah, uh, and you we don't want, want that to go to waste. No, so, that makes so sense. We, we've been doing all cooking at home, but we're I think the complete other way. <laughs> we've decided that we're gonna do the. Uh, 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 Eating out uh, this weekend is my daughter's birthday, so we're going to get Aww. special this weekend. Right. So I did, I did takeout for my wife's birthday on Friday. Yeah, and we we did special takeout. We do takeout, 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 and then we did special takeout on Friday because <laughs> she was up for a time. <laughs> what special takeout? We did karate, a nicer restaurant. Well, she, okay. she, she wanted, a, gotcha. she wanted to, like uh, she was craving chicken parm. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, we're doing takeout every Friday now. Uh, All right. So started with pizza during Lent, and then you know continued again last Friday. So, right. in addition to no sad bro Fridays, we're doing takeout Fridays. There okay. you go. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Got to do asparagus Wednesdays. Uh, all right. Those are some junk drawer items. Thank you for allowing me to clean them out. I do appreciate it. We are going to take a break. Guess what? We have another chance for winning five hundred dollars. MMR's rock refund is coming up eight o'clock sharp. So we'll take a break and be right back. Make sure you stay with us. 10 o'clock sharp. Sorry. Wrong hour. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support. 
support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. All right, let's go to the bizarre file, please. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, we're going to lead with this story. Thousands of tits have been found sick or dead in Germany. Oh, my God. And I mean thousands of tits, prompting an investigation by conservation groups and scientists. Uh, More than 11,000 cases of dead and sick birds, mostly blue tits. Yeah, yeah. uh, Have been reported to the German conservation group NABU. Nabu. N-A-B-U. I don't so know the what... blue tits are the ones you'll probably find on the grand pad, right? Uh, probably. In the past... Four... Listen, they, senior citizens love birds, so yeah, I they wouldn't do. doubt if there Absolutely. were lots of blue tits on the grand pads. Uh, most of these are reported from the west of Germany. The blue tit is found across Europe. They eat insects, caterpillars, seeds, and nuts, and can be spotted all year round in the U.K., with the exception of some Scottish islands. There are no tits in uh, some Scot- on some Scottish islands. So are these, are these birds, what... what uh, what are they close? Are they like sparrows? They're little bitty birds. They might be. They're itty bitty tits. Yeah. But they might be. Uh, big heavy. They, they might be related to uh, sparrows. Nick, do you know? Should, well, I was just going to say they should form a committee of some sort. You know? <laughs> yeah. The itty bitty. A leg of yeah, little bitty. Yeah, 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 you guys yeah, are yeah. like a group of kids what? who are getting away with doing something wrong, but it's not really wrong. And like right. you have an explanation for exactly. your parents. Exactly. Like when my son says shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. <laughs> Kathy, do an internet search on tits and see what comes up. I'm serious. <laughs> do we have them here in America? I'm serious. There are... We do, Casey, yeah. Okay. Oh, we do? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's yeah. a songbird. Uh, it's a songbird. Okay. <laughs> According to Naboo... Oh, my God, your tits are singing. <laughs> uh, symptoms of the diseased birds include breathing problems, no longer taking food, and making no attempt to escape when approached by people. Yeah. Uh, the group is advising people to stop feeding or providing drinking troughs for tits to reduce the risks of uh, transmission between them. Uh, uh, so they are disease carriers? I guess so, yeah. The first uh, laboratory test results on the tits have uh, found a bacterial infection mm. that has been known in the U.K. since the 1990s and which affects uh, birds similarly. And uh, my tits is sick. Uh, yeah, and the infection discovered causes uh, pneumonia in tits, predominantly blue tits, and they become lethargic. With uh, they just hang there with fluffed up plumage <laughs> and uh, breathing difficulties. Okay. So lots of dead tits in Germany. Just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Uh, that a, that's an apocalyptic sign, is it not? It can be, dude. Yeah. Every now and then, those those bird die offs are pretty freaky. So it is freaky. It happens. Okay, in Oklahoma, if COVID nineteen wasn't bad enough, one family has another thing to worry about at their home: a bee infestation. Okay, Michelle Elliott, the homeowner, said it came out of nowhere. She said the bees. No, we didn't expect that. Elliot and her four children and boyfriend moved into the house along with her best friend and her four children. They moved in in December when there were no bees and no pandemic. However, now a few bees around the house have turned into several by spring. Bees! Yes. Bees! Bees to the star! Bees everywhere! So, That's uh, their realtor. Uh, yeah, they, she said, we found a nest of bees and you can see it from everywhere. Uh, according to... So you have to be under quarantine in a house full of bees. Yeah, according to Elliot, the bees have been around uh, the once vacant house in different trees, but one tree next to it has been their mainstay. She said you can hear it buzzing if you get too close to it. That's how many there are. Tree bees. Wow. Uh, and uh, two of the people in the house, her eldest son, are her and her eldest son are allergic to bee stings. Oh my God, like my girl. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, they, they come out when they want, she said. Keep so, your glasses on. 
They're having trouble because they... He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> Put his glasses on. Put on his glasses. Uh, they, they they don't have the money for an exterminator right now. Uh, they said from four to $600 are the bids that we got uh, to have them removed. Can they blow the house up? Making matters worse, the old home has no central heat and air. And the oh. windows have to stay open as it gets warmer in the state. Come so, on. And they got to deal with those bees. Wow, that sucks. Give them a break. Yeah, man. I've seen like, uh, I think it might have even been Fixer Upper on HGTV where houses infested with bees. They yeah. took the walls out and it was just... Full of honey. Yes. Yeah. yeah that yeah, happens. But... And you've had that in the bizarre file. There was actually a story, Preston, where the walls were sweating honey. Yep. And that's how they knew. Absolutely. They had this horrible infestation. Yep. A field airman who allegedly exposed himself to a woman at a Florida TJ Maxx store oh, no. was arrested mm. Friday and charged with indecent exposure. I'm a Maxinista. Look at my balls. Airman <laughs> first. Oh, look at these. Airman first class Michael Leary followed the and watched the victim from various areas of the store. Oh. After the victim headed to the kitchen section, she found Leary kneeling on the floor with his pants down. Oh my God! You have a massive erection in the store's second aisle. Uh, according to... Was he doing the dwarf thing with the shoes on his knees? Uh, maybe. <laughs> pretending like he's really small. Uh, it, you know, it probably made his junk look Yeah, bigger. yeah. Look at this. Uh, after the victim... Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. The defendant had pulled the front of his pants down and had his genitalia fully exposed to her. The victim left the kitchen area and notified a store employee who contacted law enforcement. Wow. Uh, Leary has since been charged with indecent exposure and was arrested on Friday. Uh, you know, there's been Zoom bombing that's been yes. taking place. Well, an unidentified person took over a virtual meeting of the Indiana Election Commission on Zoom last Friday. Uh, the person took over the screen, shared amongst commission members, numerous state and county election officials and members of the media, and used it to display video of a man pleasuring himself. Oh, my God. You have a massive erection. Hey, hey. <laughs> The video ran, got a for, ran for approximately a minute. Look, got a boner. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Hit it again, please. Look, he's got a boner. <laughs> Do we have any idea what that's from? It's from a uh, 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 Beavis and Butthead. Oh, it is? It's yeah. got to be, yeah. Okay. Look, he's got a boner. The video <laughs> for approximately one minute before the manager of the commission's online services was able to switch it off. And remove the Zoom bomber, 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 bomber. from the meeting. I'm a, I'm a bomber pilot. I'm a bomber. <laughs> uh, and then we'll do one last story, I think. How uh, about this? Yeah, I need to get to this because this was actually from last week. Well, it's not a Florida man making the headlines. It's actually a Maryland man. Uh, Taney Town, Maryland, a small city located in the northwest corner of the state. Apparently, Tuesday night, the Taney Town Police Department posted a social media uh, on social media, put on pants before they go to check their mail. So people are getting so casual in quarantine that they're just going out for the mail in their underies? I'm not sure if it's one person or right. not, but it says it, in, in its apparent final warning, the department also wrote, you know who you are. Oh. Look, got a boner. Uh, <laughs> the post is on its way to becoming an internet sensation. It took off and was shared quite a bit. So, yeah, they're asking you to please wear your pants while you're checking your mail. Uh, we have a couple of minutes to uh, kill. I want to go ahead because we're going to get to uh, the Rock Refund in just a moment. Uh, but Casey's giving me a case of beer to give away. Oh. So you can spend a couple of minutes dialing, and then you can enter the uh, word when we get to it. But I'll take caller number six, and we will give a case of Sly Fox. Six. 
uh, uh, Volpulin IPA, uh, bursting with citra and mosaic hops. And that provide notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy drinking IPA is a nice. must for your quarantine stockpile. And you can also order your favorite bites and brews at slyfoxbeer.com. Available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. So call number 6215-263-WMMR. By the way, do you know that uh, Capra has a mustache now? Uh, yeah. Capra has a mustache? That's the word. It That's looks sick. It actually it's a pretty good looking mustache. Real, well, of course it would look good. Yeah. He's putting product I'm, I mean I'm putting product in it. <laughs> I am sure he has. I'm sure he's waxed it and everything. So. He, yeah, yeah. He also I mean it listen, my my mustache does not grow all that well. Right. Is it just a mustache or a beard with Just it? a mustache. Wow. Yeah. I mean he's usually pretty well shaven. Yeah, he's um, he's well he he, he does the deal. He's quaffed and, and, and uh, you know, he's put put together nicely. Right. Are any salespeople around at all? No, no, not at all. No, the Capper's not in there. No, the only the only staff that you'll see here are jocks, um, uh, and and a handful of engineering and programming, and that's right. it. Uh, so no. IT guys are, are they, uh, like Jerry's. Yeah, there might by? be one person on staff or on call, but I've seen Jerry around here. But for the most part, yeah, Jerry Ryan, Ryan Shuttleworth, you'll see him pop in. Okay, and uh, and Joe are the, the head muggy muggy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Joe's bringing his tacos. Yeah. Apparently in what? a little while. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Nick. What the hell? We'll have him swing by your house. You want. Uh, but but I've never been, I've never, it's, okay, we're looking at a picture of Cowper. It's actually a pretty, it's a, It's like a tombstone mustache. Yeah. It's actually not bad. I I don't think I'd ever do the just mustache route. Yeah. I, I, I have done because when, uh, when we were in Hawaii and I was going to go diving, I shaved off my mustache, so I had the Amish thing going right. on with uh, just the beard. Did you like it? it I, no, I don't prefer yeah. it, but it didn't look horrible. But I don't think I would do the just mustache thing. See, I use this to hide double chin action. So <laughs> I used to just used have a mustache. Yeah. And then I had a brief period, I had, I had a beard, but um, then I got rid of everything. I think including Chris, my eyebrows. I think you could have a pretty decent looking mustache. I do. Oh, I, it, oh, just by the way it looks now, and you okay. you keep it pretty short. But if you were to yeah. let just that grow, I think it would actually look pretty decent. Get a big Sam Elliott mustache. Oh, that's right. Good morning, Aaron. Morning. Yeah. Uh, but I've been thinking about going about doing a Nick's neck beard thing about letting yeah. it go down a little farther. It's hideous. I, at this this point, like I, I'm I'm debating just shaving it all off. Casey mentioned the other day. Uh, I guess we were off air, but. That it's just, I'm getting really hairy at this point. Although I'm crossing over the line of like, all right, now that it's this long, do I keep this going to see if I can get a flow rocking? You know, I, I don't know. Well, because Try it. when you're growing your hair out, and, and even Moose, uh, our uh, assistant producer over there, he's growing his hair out. And you 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 have to go past this really awkward stage. And if you have a built-in excuse like a pandemic, yeah, you right. can sort of, you know, like you have a good excuse there, Nick. The hair has to get weight on it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It has to be long enough to where it, it goes, it, it straightens itself out because it right. weighs, uh, it, it starts to weigh a bunch. But you're right, you're right. there is a uh, a period where it looks totally unkempt yep. and yep. you got to put up with that. So there's a lot of that going around. So you're in, you're in company, Nick, uh, right now. So don't worry about it. Alright, uh, it is officially 10 o'clock, so we can do this. 93.3 WMMR now, your rock refund keyword. All right, it is GAIN, G-A-I-N, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that, by the way. You can do it with a text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. Again, the word is GAIN. 
And one random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by A&T, Subaru, and Chevy in Sellersville. The word is GAIN, G-A-I-N. Don't miss this chance now, but in case you don't win, doing it again at noon and again at 2 and again at 4 and at 6 and at 8 p.m. Good luck to you, my friend. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Lesson question, trash music news on the way. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, today's lesson question, we are going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card. If you can tell me what poet originally coined the phrase, no sad bro. <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. It's not Casey. No, 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 no. Nuh-uh. Legitimate poet originally coined the phrase "no sad bro." Had to have heard that. It was in the six o'clock hour. All right, earlier this morning. Two one five two six three WMMR. We will wait for your call while we do this. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Gwen and Mercy University for decades. Gwen and Mercy University's graduates have helped make the world a better place. Teachers, police officers, business leaders, nurses, and other compassionate care professionals. They put the mercy in G Mercy U. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are furiously working some financial deals in the hopes of purchasing the New York Mets. Lopez and A-Rod explain their zeal, saying, quote, The idea of owning human beings amuses us. <laughs> R&B singer Babyface recounting a story from years ago when Michael Jackson asked him to get him a date with Halle Berry. Babyface says it was only then that Jackson realized the name was not Hal Berry. Uh. <laughs> And finally, R. R. Kelly being refused for a second time after a Chicago judge turned down his request to be released from jail due to the coronavirus pandemic. Kelly says incarceration has been very difficult on him, noting that he has had to bottle his urine and mail it to people he wants to piss off. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All right, we shall see if there is a a close listener, somebody who was uh, paying attention this morning, knows the answer to the question, what poet originally coined the phrase, no sad bro. (laughs) I will go to uh, Christine for the answer. Hey, Christine. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Christine. Okay, what poet originally coined the phrase, no sad bro? Maya Angelou. Yes, yeah! Maya Angelou. Such a talent. Thank you, Christine. Hang on. I'm going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card. Metro Diner is offering family value combos available for pickup that feed families of four, four, four to six uh, for only $9 a person. Combos include a pulled pork sandwich kit, chicken tenders, fried chicken, and Iron City meatloaf, all served with two sides, a garden salad and fresh-baked cookies. For more information, visit MetroDiner.com. Let's get into music news. Now, 
Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Daddy has a magic thing with naked ladies hugging. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. time. Yeah. I like that one. All right, so we're going to get into this. Uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl and drummer Taylor Hawkins have confirmed that they are joining the all-star charity version of the Foo Fighters classic, Times Like These. The performance and accompanying video will air on BBC One's Big Night in broadcast on Thursday. Other acts already on board include Royal Blood, Young Blood, Bastille, uh, Chris Martin, Dua Lipa, Ellie Golding, Haley Steinfeld, and many, many more. Recorded as the more than 23 artists sheltered in place amid the ongoing global pandemic, the cover is said to aid coronavirus relief efforts around the world. Did we ever get the audio of the New Jersey uh, performances last night? Marissa, did you find any? Nope. That's there, okay. There's really not a lot. Uh, there's there's some, and a lot of it was recorded over a phone, recorded the, uh, and I was looking, there's not a lot. Uh, maybe it'll okay. come up later. That's all right. Or maybe they have, maybe there's an issue with the rights or whatever. Uh, but there, there, it was actually pretty good. There were yeah. a number of, of good performances. Tony Bennett was on. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Did he perform? He did. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> but no. I got to tell you, Preston, I looked old. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I, I looked at uh, some of the pictures that uh, Steve was showing me, and you yeah. looked pretty old. So it's, uh, Sometimes it's, it's even it's hard to put my feet down in the well, pool. He's in, he's in his 90s, I believe. Yep. You're in your 90s, yep. I believe. Yeah, I am in my own 90s. Right, Nick? Making my own pool. I was wondering... Why they uh, why they aired it at seven o'clock last night too? Yeah, it was kind of weird. It I seemed mean, to me like a primetime thing. They uh, preempted Jeopardy for crying out loud. They did. Yeah, sorry oh, about Tony that. Tony Bennett. Yeah, Tony Bennett. What is poop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a Nick snort. That was a very good Nick <laughs> it snort. Was. Yeah, yeah, it got me on that one. You know, it was great though, and I wanted to get clean audio of it. Fountains of Wayne performed. Yeah, you were telling me about And they yeah. performed the song Hackensack, which I love. Yeah. And they sounded fantastic, and it was a tribute, obviously, to um, I'm a brain fart. Uh, Andrew Slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it was, it was Adam. really. Adam, I'm sorry. Adam, Adam yeah. And uh, Springsteen. Andrew, because Andrew, you, you guys go back. <laughs> we go way back. Andrew did two songs. Uh, I mean, Andrew. Adam. Uh, Springsteen. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Andrew Springsteen. Wow. And it was less impressive because Andrew Springsteen is actually a dry cleaner out of wow. <laughs> Newark. Yeah. And then uh, so Bon Jovi did two songs and Springsteen did two songs. Wow. What did you think of Bon Jovi? I thought actually, uh, I like Bon Jovi. I'm not a massive Bon Jovi fan, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi fan, but I thought it was really good, especially on the acoustic uh, uh, second song, Nick. What was it together? Um, uh, Tommy used to work on the dock. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, hold on. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Living holding on, prayer. on to yeah. by Adam Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Gina works at diner all day. Yeah. Do you know who was good too? Um, who, who who was the dude who did the cover of the uh, the Springsteen song? The cover of uh, the Springsteen song. Uh, Charlie, a little more specific. Charlie Puth. Puth. Oh yes. Is yeah, he's name? a singer songwriter. Yeah, he plays piano, and um, my son is a fan of Charlie Puth. And yeah, I like that. I like him. He's he's, he's like twenty or something like that. Yeah, okay. he, what did, uh, um, he did really well. What did Saquon Barkley sing? He did not sing. He, he sang Jersey just... Girl. <laughs> <laughs> when you love with the Jersey Girl, uh, and actually, um, who uh, Halsey was very good as well. Okay, yeah. nice. So I wish we had audio, but they, it's really uh... oh, we got something. Ah! Oh, we, we've got Gina something. works at diner all day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this old this is by Andrew Springsteen. Hey, we gotta hold on to what we've got. Doesn't make a difference. Make it on nine. Got each other. That's a lie. 
Okay. <laughs> he's he's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing that, there. right? Yeah. Right? Am I right? He's, he has a really good voice. He's yeah. got a good singing voice in his um his vibrato is really good and clear, but he's hang yank, he's getting a little carrot canning. Big difference, big it on that. Thank you for shooting in. At each other, that's a lot for love. You give it a shot. You hit with it. No. No. What are you doing? I was I wasn't mad at it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, you know, he actually wrote he I think the first song he sang was an original pandemic song, a okay. song about all the frontline first line uh workers. Yeah. And uh, it was actually really well done. No, this is beautiful. It's just his his pronunciation is odd. We give it a shot. Have you heard the Have you heard the original <laughs> Andrew Springsteen version? No. <laughs> Living on a prayer, take my hand, make it I swear. Living on a prayer. Okay. All right. Hi. Is the ending there of that song? Because no. he ended it with spoken word. No, that's it. What? No, he, he, ended it, he ended it with spoken word. He ended it with, uh, Tommy used to work on the dock. No, he didn't. I swear to God. And that was, that was the last line? Tommy used to work on the dock. That, or did he go yeah. through that whole thing? No, 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 no. Spoken okay. word ending. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, well, they had the, the fundraiser, and hopefully they got a lot of money for that. Yeah. yeah. It was, I thought, well done. Uh, to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the Broadway opening of American Idiot, the stage musical based on the punk opera from 2004, the original Broadway cast performed a virtual rendition of the song 21 Guns wow. from their homes. I love that song. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong shared a clip on Instagram writing Broadway Idiots. I have so much love from all these people. Ham asses. Here's the... <laughs> Broadway ham asses. Ham ass. I was thinking of the email we got the other day. Broadway idiots. Uh, here's a special rendition of 21 Guns He Wrote. While uh, Billy Joe appeared several times in the Broadway run of St. Jimmy, he doesn't appear in this 10th anniversary performance. Uh, the song first appeared on the Green Day album 21st Century Breakdown, but was used in the American Idiot musical. Uh, the Grammy and Tony winning show uh, opened on Broadway April 20th, 2010 and ran for just over a year uh, after an initial workshop production ran in Berkeley, California in the fall of 2009. Post Malone, this guy continues to surprise me, uh, will host a live stream concert tribute to Nirvana on Friday. Yeah. At 6 p.m. on he's, his YouTube channel. He's one of these dudes who, um, like, again, it you you can't you, you you can't just dismiss people. You you got to wait a little while and then dismiss them. Right. Yeah. But, no, I was shopping uh, in in a store recently, and a song of his came on, and I liked it. Yeah. No, he's ta- and he's it. he has definite rock roots. Um, according to a press release, he'll perform a set of Nirvana hits and fan favorites from his home while raising money for COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. Uh, for more information, fans can actually text 817-270-6440, uh, which is a number Post Malone offered up on his social media pages earlier this week alongside the note that says, text me. A teaser for the concert is also online. Uh, by the way, Google will match all donations up to $5 million with all proceeds going to the U.N. Foundation. Is that a uh, search engine? 
what? Google. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, Post Malone, a massive Nirvana fan, has previously covered All Apologies live. Yeah. And he also has a couple of Nirvana tattoos, including a portrait of Kurt Cobain on his knuckles and the song title Stay Away on his forehead. So, I didn't know he was that big of a fan, which is wild because you don't hear any of that in his music at all. No, um, but yet so he he did, like he, he did he, you know, he worked with Ozzy. Yep. So, he's so clearly that, he has that ability. Yep, I like it. And that affinity. And this, other things with anybody. Uh, this is sad news. Slipknot percussionist Sean Clown Crahan admitted to Rolling Stone that he's preparing for the one-year anniversary of his daughter's death oh. while staying home during the pandemic. Yeah, he said, I've never really had uh, any time to really grieve these people that mean so much to me. I lost my daughter less than a year ago. It's coming up on a year anniversary. Sorry to bring it up, but it's real. And the only way that I can get through it is to speak about it now. And I haven't been, but the anniversary of it is next month. And quite honestly, I'm preparing myself. Uh, his daughter was 22 years old. She died in May of uh, last year, reportedly from a drug overdose. Ah, uh, yeah, she's a beautiful so, girl. We're looking at a picture of her. Yeah, Gabrielle uh, was one of four children Crayhan had with his wife Chantel, whom he married in June of 1992. So that's terrible. So he's getting himself ready for that. Um, Motley Crue's stadium tour. Uh, there is still not, and that's the one with uh, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett is still scheduled to begin on June 18th in Jacksonville, Florida, despite the fact that most major live events through the spring and summer have been either canceled or postponed. Um, So health and industry officials have hinted that staging any large public gatherings for the rest of this year is all but out of the question. But when one fan asked on social media, cancel your tour already so your fans can get their money back, no tours are happening this year, do the right thing, the crew account replied, bands don't decide this, We uh, we await info as well. Uh, when another user asked, is this stadium tour on or off, the crew responded saying no one has said anything as of yet. As for the Hella Mega Tour with Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy, uh, the latter's Pete Wentz said, it's like we're circling, waiting to land. Nobody knows anything, and it's hard because we really want to do this tour. You're going to that, right? Or, uh, or yeah, ostensibly. Friends coming in from, you know, flying in from out yeah. of town to go to it, so we'll wait and see. I'm not holding my breath for it. Well, know? Bon Jovi, um, we actually have audio if you want to play it. It's basically echoing. Yeah. Um, of him. yeah, why he canceled? Yeah. All right, so here we go. We've canceled it. It's not postponed, and so people are going to be able to get refunds. I was very aware that folks are going to need that money, and that money is going to help with rent or groceries and credit card bills. And in this time of uncertainty, we just wanted folks to know that they were there for us for these three-plus decades. We're there for them. We'll be back when it's okay to be back. Okay. Hey, John, I was just reading about that on the grandpad. <laughs> <laughs> and I approve. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. All right, and the one last story, Beatles fans, young and old, have a chance to enjoy the Fab Four's Yellow Submarine animated movie this weekend. Rolling Stone reported that the full movie will air on the Beatles' official YouTube channel at 12 noon Eastern on Saturday as a one-time-only special event. The lyrics will appear on the bottom of the screen so the whole world can sing together as one during the coronavirus lockdown. That's cool. Yeah, I saw... Did I your follow- kids like it when you showed it to them? Oh my god, they love it! And the the animation is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's really Peter Maxey, weird looking. It's very Peter Maxey, but they loved it, and uh, they and it turned them on to the band. I am forever grateful for that movie because of that, and um, still some of their favorite songs are off of that soundtrack. I used to have a little 
But you remember the company Corgi that would make the uh, the die-cast metal replicas of, uh, like, James Bond, Aston Martin? They, yeah. they made a yellow submarine that I had. That's cool. Yeah, I don't understand why some kids uh, don't like um, some of this. Like, my kids just did not get into this at all, and I tried. That that was how I tried to introduce to the Beatles. Um, they Listen, they liked the Beatles music, but this movie just did not do it for them. But... They watch such garbage. Yeah. You know, my son says that some things are booty, and then I watch what he watches. I'm like, I don't understand how... Well, in, in their defense, though, as well, they these actors who portrayed the Beatles' voices really overdo yeah. the pronunciations quite and a bit. It looks like an octopus. Yeah, and it's kind of... <laughs> it is hard to follow along if you don't know that dialect, that accent. Sure. You know, so, but I, I don't know. To each his own. Uh, but I saw Ringo had posted a uh, a video of him talking about this and, and that uh, he wants everybody to watch and sing along and peace and love. And peace and stuff. love, peace and love, watch Caveman. And that is it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have in music news for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second, get ready, wrap this thing up, see what Pierre has in store for you for the remainder of the day, my friends. We shall return in just a moment. Stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. All right, I would like to thank our performers for Isolation Idol. Man, for being really good. Yep, by far the best one yet. And, a, a global version. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we had, uh, I threw the I got it. paper I got away you. with Oh, we have it right here. Thank you, Nick. Um, so all our performers, Hannah, Bianca, by the way, from Canada, checking in. Super talented. Uh, we had John, Giovanna, and Jeff, and then Christine, who's in Maple Shade, but uh, she's from the Philippines. She hasn't been living here that long. Uh, they all performed. They were all wonderful, but the two people we all voted on to return for tomorrow's championship was uh, John from Horsham, who, by the way, is going to be the lone instrumentalist yeah. in our contest. He played a um, a cover of... Uh, get the funk out the guitar, the solo part of Nuno Betancourt, really challenging guitar solo. He shredded. And then Giovanna, a 19 year old singer from Norristown, just getting over stage fright. Yeah. And did a really soulful version of House of the Rising Sun a cappella. Uh, she's one of our finalists, too. So uh, all together is Nicole, Kira, David, Audra, Michael, Bill, John, and Giovanna tomorrow. And we are done judging man it's up to you guys now i, I feel actually a, a like a sigh of relief over this because uh it, it it you i don't well we've not made any uh pretense about being fans of the show you and i are not of of, of the island oh, shows well, yeah i'm not a big fan at all yep. but in this case you really do get an appreciation for having to select levels of talent when all these people are so talented yep absolutely so uh, tune in for that tomorrow, but I want to thank all those uh, contestants. And uh, Pierre Robert has made it into the studio. He's popping open his ghastly coffee and uh, is getting ready to join us for the day. How are you doing, man? I'm all right. How are you? Excellent. Doing very, very well. Marvelous. Yes, that's the word he uses to describe coffee that is not what he usually gets, ghastly. Ghastly. Yes. Uh, well, it's, you have to, it's not strong enough to. Um, 
but Bill makes it. And so um, uh, I've, I, he's a weak man. Well, he's no, he's a strong man. He's a, a strong leader. man. He's, he's, <laughs> he makes he's me like, coffee. He's the general Patton of 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 uh, radio, really, uh, when you think about it. But um, can't you see him on t- a tank? Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, yes. Let's go for it. Yes. Yep. This thing has this treads. Is not a third tread of the tank. tank. <laughs> Damn you, Ronald! I read your book. Mm, crap through a goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you would have to say you shoveled ass in. Was it Cleveland? I don't remember. <laughs> I've run out of my path yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyhow. The coffee? Yeah, well, it just, you can always tell a, 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 a weak cup of coffee when you take one of those little creamers and drop it into an average size cup. If the coffee turns white, you know you're drinking coffee-flavored water. Okay. Which is unspeakable. I, I'm about midway. I, I don't like it too strong, and I don't like it watery, but I, I like enough of the coffee. But sometimes... I consider it. Um, you 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 would probably like it much more intense than I like it. You know, I just don't. Well, I, I too do, much. I do like a a, a strong a bold brew. However, <laughs> the the other analogy or the other uh, end of the spectrum is if you take that same creamer and drop it in a cup and it doesn't even dent it, then you know you've got burnt coffee. <laughs> okay. Yes, which is which is the horrible, worst. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. How many creamers do you put in your coffee? Uh, usually just one, one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just just to um, tilt it just a touch. And no sugar? A, a touch of sugar. touch of sugar. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I'm surprised um, that you don't just drink it black. I am too. Yeah. Because <laughs> you seem like such a coffee purist, and black seems the most pure way. Once you've had black, you never, you never go, go back. back. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, knows. Isn't that the truth? Absolutely. <laughs> she was sending out pictures of her boyfriend from years ago. Delicious. Ah. Uh, all right, uh, you ready for the letter? Yes, I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R, as in rock refund. Yeah, man. Uh, we have your chance to win $300 whatacrockmeals.com gift card. Whatacrockmeals.com delivers meals right to your door. And you can uh, toss one of their chef crafted meals in the slow cooker in the morning and then have dinner ready that night. Order one meal or week's worth. You can mm. check out their menu at whatacrockmeals.com. So we give that away tomorrow. I am living by a new philosophy, by the way, Pierre. Tell me what it is. It's one that Casey has turned me on to. We are wrapping up our show. As soon as we are done and you take over, it is then officially Friday. Yeah, bro. I like wow. that. That's, uh, that's the way he looks at it. When you're done with work. Okay. Whatever day it is, it's actually the next day. I if like it's it. during the work week, if it's Friday, it's not yet Saturday. Uh, when you're done with work, yeah. So don't you I'm dare take my Friday. Don't, away don't from take me. Friday away. But okay. So it's uh, for for me. After you get in here, it's Friday, and I wow. like I like that. Well, welcome to you, kids, to Friday. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up on the show today? Uh, I, and I like the uh, Bon Jovi performance, by the way. Um, but um, <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to defend your bud. Yeah. Well, I. Well, if you didn't hear the whole song, if you heard it beginning to end, you you played a clip of it. Well, we but, have the end. If you want to hear the end, Preston. Well, no, but there's it's not it's not just the end. Uh, he starts back from the microphone, kind of singing a cappella. Yeah, and it was comes good. up to the mic and sings, and then he hits some really high notes. That um, I'm not to, talking about his range. I just said his pronunciation is odd on some of the words. Okay, his range is spot on, and his vibrato is fantastic. He's a great vocalist. But he's done since he's aged a little bit. He does some funky pronunciations of words I've noticed. Okay. So, but it's you know it's great. It's just kind of it sounds a little bit odd. Did you like that first song? Because he I, that was 
obviously composed for yeah. this whole situation. I thought I, it was really well done. I did like that. Yeah. yeah, I did like that. I liked Danny DeVito among the best. Danny DeVito had the f- cutest, funniest message. Obviously, he didn't perform, but he was talking about growing up, uh, uh, you know, on the boardwalk. And, uh, proving his jersey cred. Yeah, yeah, proving his jersey cred. And there was pictures of him as a younger <laughs> Danny DeVito on the boardwalk and stuff. And I, I really liked what he had to say. And John Stewart's always interesting. Although he was in a room filled with, it looked like a chalkboard walls with with chalkboard drawings on it. So it looked like he was kind of in an insane asylum. <laughs> hey, sure did. I think that's obviously the kids' room where they were allowed to draw on those chalk walls. It's right. pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, but other than that, we're on... We're on our way. All yeah. right. We're on our way. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Preston Steve. Wait, I didn't say oh, what I had on the show. Oh, come on, man. Hey. Give, what's up? Give the I'm guy on my way to tell you, you what I have going for the show, and then you can tell us about your sponsors and say farewell and tra-la-la until the next time we meet again. Um, <laughs> happy trails. Happy trails. <laughs> 500 bucks. Possibly coming at noon and 2 today. I've got a workforce box of Disturbed and Dave Matthews Band. And we're going to interview Gavin Rossdale of Bush. Ah. Uh, and catch up with Gavin and see what he has been up to in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, so it should be fun. You're talking to... Um... Gavin. I'm sorry, I was talking to Casey. You're Gavin talking to Rossdale okay. of Bush, yes. And nice. uh, see All what right. he's been up to. Well, thank you, Pierre. Um... There it is. It was the other version, Casey. Yeah. yeah, the top one there. The top one? Oh, I got you, Roast Beef. Oh, okay. All right, it's brought to you today by Acme. Uh, you can now enjoy the convenience of ordering your groceries online, have them ready for pickup at a time convenient for you. Uh, each item will be carefully selected and brought to your car, so you can shop uh, online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Also brought to you today by Gwen and Mercy University. The graduates make the world a better place by putting the mercy in G Mercy U. Yeah. This is for Pierre. Just sing a song and think about sunny. There you go. For you, Pierre. Happy trails, sir. Uh, Let me see. Tomorrow, the Isolation Idol finals. And we will also have actor Lou Diamond Phillips on the program. Yeah. And see what he's got going on. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. So I'm locked down here with my wife and kids. I touch my remote, try to watch something on my TV, but a pony up, two rolls of toilet paper, and some antibacterial scrub. Somebody's going to get shanked. Next message. Today, my husband and I will be buying our first house. We can't even go out for a drink afterward, but I'm still feeling pretty good about things because I know this song. Next message. When you make a tuna sandwich, you open up the can, drain the water first, then dump the tuna into a bowl. Then you put mayonnaise on it, a little bit of mayonnaise, stir it together, not too much mayonnaise like you did in a video. Then you put on bread after everything's mixed, not on top of mayonnaise, you gross son of a bitch.
Come on! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.